Georgian bag. That's a nasty looking finger, lady. You got the face? What? No. Hey, I got your fertilizer. We Welcome back, interweb friends. This is Stop the Movie I Want to Get Out. Hollywood makes bad movies in Norway. We make fun of them. I'm Alex Dunbar. I'm joined, as always, by Cody Wolf. I, hi. <laughs> I don't have a thing. That's great. That's great. For, That's just like Michael Fassbender, I'm not going to talk for the first 20 minutes of this podcast. Or, yeah, or, yeah, or when you start talking, have it, get, things get even more awkward from there. Or have it voiced over. Yeah, yeah. Jack Estabrook? Uh, I, I don't have a license. <laughs> Christy Smorrell. Seriously, there is nothing in this movie that I could think of to say. There's not many crazy... Like, for a movie that is really crazy, there's not a lot of crazy lines, which kind of goes back to... Before we got on mic, Cody and I were saying, this movie is very unique, I think, in any movie we've ever done, in that on a shot-by-shot basis, even a scene-by-scene basis, it's good. You would watch a scene and be like, that's good, that's a good scene. But connected, it's pure insanity. Like, yeah. nothing... Like, if you look at the, each individual tree, you're like, this is good. But when you look at the forest, like, none of it works at all. Um, yeah. I mean, I was engaged through it. Like, I wanted to know where it was going. Yeah. But then I was kind of disappointed to, as to where it was going or where well, it went. Well, and the, the, the third act or the climax, however you define is yeah. real nuts. And I did figure out who the killer was maybe three quarters of the way I'm through. Cu- I'm curious which I've, scene because I figured it out too. Which scene? It was obvious. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't figure it out from a scene. I was just like thinking who. Oh, may have done it. Typically in these kind of movies, it's like, yeah. oh, it's that guy who you just wouldn't think it was. Right. Yeah. Okay, that's who it was. And there's yeah. a little bit of a process of elimination where you're yeah. like, well, I guess it's not that guy then. Right. So there's only a couple. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing that the eventual killer does would lead you to think he is the killer. Right. But it's just like awareness yeah. of this kind of movie. what they do in these there, kind of movies. Yeah. I would say there there is one scene. The scene where I figured it out, I was like, oh, well, well, yeah, of course I figured it out there because that's super obvious. So that is the one time where his actions do lead you to believe it's him, I would okay. say. Yeah, yeah. And it's re- but it's like, I, I would also say, and we don't normally say this, I would kind of recommend people see this movie before listening to us talk about it, because I think you, to really understand the craziness of this movie, you sort of have to see it. And it comes with a pedigree that is very different from, I mean, this movie's executive produced by Martin Scorsese, yeah. edited by Thelma Schoonmaker, Scorsese's regular editor, uh-huh. Starring Michael Fassbender, yep. J.K. Simmons, Rebecca Ferguson, Charlotte Gainsborough, Charlotte Gainsborough, yeah. Toby Jones. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. He left his yeah. voice at the door, though. Yeah, Val Chloe Sevigny. Yeah. yeah, not starring. I, but, you know, but is in it? I mean, it's like two roles in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's reasons. This, I think, to truly appreciate this movie, this is one you have to see. Some of them that we yeah. do, you don't have to see. Maybe this I, one. Sometimes you do. just the trailer will do it. Yeah, I feel like that's why it has such a low rating too, because like the rating on Rotten Tomatoes is like seven percent. Yep. I, th- I feel like if the cast wasn't so well known or so good, that maybe would have had more leeway. Because it wasn't. I don't think it was that bad. It, I thought it, it was, was just. I thought it was dry. I thought yeah. it was kind of dumb. I could have seen it in lame. the. I could have seen it in the twenties if the yeah. cast wasn't so good. Maybe, yeah. Cause it, it wasn't because, yeah. like, I mean, it's shot. The shots are amazing. It's oh, shot sure. Very it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I directed pretty well. It just feels like there's stuff missing. It was clunky. Which there was. There yeah. were weird sequences that I, I particularly did not like the opening scene like at all. Everything post opening mm. credits, yeah, I thought that, was really like. What? That like, whole flashback just made everything far more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I spent a long time. 
Yeah. Right? With, uh, with Michael Fassbender waking yeah, up in the yeah. shack. That's where the movie yes. should have opened. I spent yes. way too much time throughout the movie wondering if that kid was supposed to be Michael Fassbender now grown up, if that was the killer grown up. I think it was the killer because of the snowman thing. Yeah. But. I just assumed that it was Fassbender and that someone from his past was doing it. Yeah, but it's maybe. kind of. But then they started throwing together the evil corporate conspiracy theory where they hired a serial killer to silence people and then it turned out to be, oh no, it's just that guy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was, as I was watching, I wish they had done, like, in one of Fassbender's early scenes, him say something about his mother so you would know it wasn't him. Right. So you're not constantly thinking it's him. Cause then I also spent a little bit of time wondering if the girl and the son were his wife. You know, first I thought oh, wife oh, and kid. Yeah, Fassbender's but then, wife and kid. Yeah, but then okay. she says something about he's trying to find his real father. So then I spent another little while wondering, is that his sister and he's the uncle? Like, why is there. this kid? Yeah. Why is she telling him that he misses him? Okay, so he's not his real father father but i wait are we talking about the flashback kid or are we talking about like his surrogate son son. son. i would love to have had more done with that because the scene the the climax at the end would have had a lot more emotional impact if we knew who these people were and cared about them well there's there's kind of and i'll say this all the way through there's like there there is like a really good movie somewhere in here like there's a part of this where i'm like ooh, if you're gonna give me like about a boy meets seven in Norway. <laughs> okay, like, I yeah. kind of like that movie, but yeah. it never gels. Yeah, things are just way too confusing. Like, it never... All right, thing, so let's, before let's, we start, one thing yeah. I want to say is, one thing that really bothered me watching this movie, I've spent a little time in Oslo, and by a little time, I mean, like, 45 minutes running from one plane to another. <laughs> okay. But so you're in, an expert. It's but in great. that little bit of time, I've noticed something about people in Oslo that you might not know from watching this movie, um, they tend to speak Norwegian. <laughs> There's a lot of like Norwegian like signs. Writing, yeah. The yeah, newspaper yeah. is probably yeah. Newspaper. yeah. And when they text speak, messages, right? Even, yeah. Yeah. even yeah. if they yeah. speak to you in English, they have like a Norwegian accent. It's just you guys might not know that, but that's okay. the typical. I was kind of confused. Of Oslo, yeah. I go a little back and forth on how I feel about this uh, when movies do this. Like, I almost feel like it should just be okay. Have, give no one an accent. Mm-hmm. Just make it all in English. Whatever. You know, do the Crimson Tide or uh, Hunt for Red October yep, thing. Yep, yep. Yep. Or do subtitles or something. But when you One put people in another country and give them all accents, yeah. but they're speaking English, everything's written in English, they, that's not right. what it My, would well, be. I, I yeah. thought, at first I thought, like, okay, these are just English-speaking people living in Norway. You know, like... Like they yeah. were writing like, into the plot. Ma- like okay, yeah, characters might... from Ireland or yeah. whatever. And he's, yeah. right. he's just living in Norway. That would have been cool. Same thing with the other people. But then I realized probably through the movie, like, oh, nobody in this movie is, like, speaking Norwegian. Or yeah. they're, they're all just must be Norwegian. To make things even crazy. So what's the main character's name in this movie? <laughs> Harry Hole. Why? I mean, I get that this is based off a book series. Why would you name Oh, wait, a series of books? This is yeah. a well, it's said based on a novel. It felt like the script was the novel in terms of how clunky it this was. Is, this, this is, is like a, a middle... series of books about Yeah, and this yeah. isn't even like the introductory book of the series. This is like literally the, the middle... Oh, jeez, like, that's there's even like worse. There's like many before and many yeah. after. In, it's the Harry Hole series. Well, guess what? Why would you name... In Norway, that's character. not how his name is pronounced. Uh, oh, really? No, and I and for people who are that familiar with Norway, I'm, I'm going to do my best to do it. Apparently, the Norway pronunciation would be Harry Hule. I mean, that makes is sense, how yeah. it would be pronounced, and so it's well, that's shocking that to makes him way that more they sense. went with the like yeah, just why like he straight up Americanized yeah. because right. they do other names in a Norway like, there, right sense, but yeah. like they went with this 
ridiculous, just like uh, like an American Reddit was like, ah, yeah, Harry Hole. You know? <laughs> Basically, like, yeah. I mean, he says, my name is Harry Hole. He just, what? people call him Harry yeah. Hole, and it's like... Were there any attempts in Norway to make a, to make a film to create a series about this character? I I, I've never heard I, of the character. I think that this is riding the coattails of the girl with the dragon, dragon tattoo, tattoo yep. sort of movement, um, you know, but... I, why? I mean, there, people are like, for anybody who's familiar with the source, people would be like, wait, that's not how, that's not his name. That's not his name. And you're giving him like literally an embarrassing pronunciation yeah. of his name on purpose. I really spend a long time wondering why he ended up with that name. And that makes it so much worse. It's even worse. Yeah. All right. So let's start off with this. Yeah. This first scene, a guy comes to a pretty rural house to deliver propane and abusively test a kid on Norway I mean, you don't really history. know what's happening. Don't, you don't know so what's happening. Well, he's like this throwing kid coffee is like, beans on the floor and he's slapping this kid's well, mom. The mom, was, wrong. the mom was like playing with the coffee beans and when he slapped her, she they knocked him over. Oh, I thought yeah. he was throwing the beans, like no. flicking them at the kid. I was kind of no. half not paying attention. Well, that's good for the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. But like, so, what but, a crazy... Like, yeah, so so this kid's this guy comes to the house and he's like, oh, Uncle whatever is here. He calls him Uncle, Uncle Jonas. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Jonas. And so the mother guy comes out and cuts the them then it's like sitting at the kitchen table and he's asking the kids questions about Norway I guess like it's literally it's like Norway like Norwegian history. history he's giving yeah. a history test and specifically um, dates which I really thought was going to play a part later on yeah yeah it's very date heavy but it's then every time heavy. he he got a question wrong he slapped the mother yeah and eventually she like falls over and all these coffee beans fall on the floor and is she and supposed they, to be like homeschooling then, the kid? I don't like, know knowing what we know now is this like so the so the, okay, so to jump forward just like a minute, like the uncle is actually the kid's father. Who he right. finds out when he's. There are two scenes of this movie where a kid like looks through a, an inside yeah. window into a parent's bedroom. Parents is that a Norwegian thing? I don't know. Yeah. And this dude is is. Like, I was re really well, unsure if it that wasn't was even a sex scene. Or, oh, like no, it was. No, it was they, they, they had just sex, finished. But, yeah. Okay. But so, because as like the kid gets upset after he hits the mom and like grabs all the beans and runs out of the room and, and makes a frowny taking, face, he and starts a, taking his clothes off. Well, yeah, I'm, I know that. I know. I'm explaining to the people listening to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, we have <laughs> listeners. Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And I'm nice to hi. Nice to meet you. And so and and then he like comes back. He goes outside and builds a snowman. And then comes back in the house, and he can hear them having sex. And then he like looks through the window, and and she sees him looking through the window, and says to the guy, "I'm gonna tell him that you're his real father. Yep. Right. And I'm gonna tell your wife. You can go and tell wife. your wife and your family. Yeah. Right. And then he says, "Well, fine. I'm gonna leave that. Says you'll never see me again. You'll never see off. me again. He storms out. And then she, everyone freaks out. Like, this is like she, the, the the mom freaks out. This the is kid so freaks weird. out. They chase him. They chase him." They chase his car on foot. When he leaves their property, they both get in her car, right? Why? Yeah, why are they chasing him? Then there's him? this rather strangely done... It almost looks like the cars were like in CG, like the cars in the center of the frame. There was... Kinda, I, I noticed that too. It's I, a weird trick. I the camera trick. They, they did um, like a... Uh, stabilizing things. So yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They stabilized where the car was. So like Instead the of the scenery, which looked kind of cool, but it was weird. It was weird to do it. Like, I don't know if they did it because... Maybe the shot was too well, shaking. They tried to fix it. I their thought map, maybe this it, was it like was weird. I thought this is where I thought this was fastbender because this is followed up by him waking up in a cabin in the cold well, you and you're just a lake. A whole lot. Like he's yeah, a wait, dream. Wait, 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 yes. Because I know because yeah. this is where it's coming. So, Uncle Jonas, 
you, you, I'm going to tell my son that you're his father and you're going to have to explain it to your wife. He says, well, fine, screw you. And he storms out. He gets in his car. He tears off. She's like, wait, don't leave. But why, why was, why does he, okay. So she gets in the car. But I don't also don't know why she's like, wait, don't leave. She should be like, yeah. Go ahead. Good. Yeah. Get out of my life. I thought son. she was telling him that to get him to. Yeah, get I to leave. So right. What yeah. did you think but he was on the flip stay? side, you know, the way it looks is that they are pretty much at his mercy. Yeah, I mean, that that there. house is, okay. is, you know, they're I out in the middle of nowhere. I think you're right. It kind of feels like he's their only contact to the world. I mean, they. He, he probably has them hidden away, and so if he's going to abandon them, now they're screwed. So I guess I guess this that's why, true. But then that then I because I, I thought about that too. Yeah. But then I'm like. So then why did she say to him, I'm going to, like, expose all of this? Like, it's kind of weird. Like, she's like, I'm going to expose all of this. And then she's instantly like, no. this is a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, it, I didn't quite. It, and the problem is we're just meeting these characters. Yeah. So I don't really know what the, what the deal was. She's clearly not, you know, she's in not, her right mind. She's not in a great place. Well, yeah. Yeah, but does that even justify... While chasing this guy down, I slid off the road and slid on a lake. I guess I'm just going to go catatonic and sink through the ice she now. Was, she did that on right? purpose. She, she did that she on purpose. She let go of the steering so wheel she was, long before So she was like went. suicidal, like like she yeah. made an instant, you know what, never mind, I'm going to kill myself instead of chasing this guy after I, after I told him to leave, but then he actually left. Like this is a really complicated setup for a villain who has a really convoluted and complicated M.O. Uh, uh, yeah, I this would agree. So like, this is I did not like this, this is, scene this at all. This is too much. Yeah. Like yeah. because right? we don't really know any of these characters and like whatever is going on with the mom is incredible clearly incredibly complex, but we never are like it's just this is all this all happens in like 3 minutes of movie time, yeah. which which you're like okay, and then she just weirdly peacefully stares at her son as the car drops Six. through the ice. Yeah. Not her son though. Oh, true, true, true. Which we don't find out until the very end. Oh, it's not. I thought, no, I thought it was. No, she's not staring at her son. The cop, Uncle Jonas, is up on the hill watching this all happen. Oh. She's staring at him. Right, right, But we right. don't find that out until the very, very okay. end. Right, right. But she's but she's. But Uncle Jonas is not important like, to the plot apart from that. Correct. Yeah. But no, she's just, like, her son is just sort of standing by the car, and the mom is just, like, weirdly staring out yeah. staring out I just thought this all happened too quick it made no sense it made to no me sense. it literally looked like she went off the road and then said screw it I thought she had like a heart attack or something like I was no, confused no you see her you see her let go well, of yeah, the yeah but I wondered if she was like Ugh. I would like, argue you know like like she spasmed and released the wheel because I would of something seriously else say no, I would movie, uh, like a well, I know that's what she did but I mean just as a viewer initially right. seeing it that's what I thought like did she just I would disagree I didn't think that at all I could see her make the conscious decision I'm done and she took her hands because she kind of casually took her go. hands off the yeah. wheel yeah. and just I was sort confused. of like, I was like, is this like a spy movie? Maybe someone <laughs> and like hit her in the neck with like a thing. <laughs> yeah. There is, there are syringes to the neck later on. Yeah. They're yeah. all not right? in the yeah. scene. Maybe yeah. that was his inspiration. That scene just deserved its own movie. <laughs> like, this was the climax of a better movie. Yeah. Me, this could not have the been, beginning this of could a mediocre the climax one. to a weird European a weird drama one. film. Yeah. You know, like a depressing, like a downer. Yeah. Sure. Like. But not, yeah. It, it, so then, then I'm just, and I'm like, whoa, okay. And it's just time jump. Fassbender to on To Michael Fassbender passed out in a children's park with a bottle of vodka. Um, and I just assumed that this was the kid. And I assumed that that was a dream he was having. And the, the, the flashback was his dream. Yeah. Because of was, how awkwardly paced it was. And that weird shot where it looked like the snowman was looking into the window of the car. I was like, what? Yeah, it was, it was... 
I felt like it was done to make you think that that was Fastbender's uh, flashback. It, it succeeded. Yeah. But for me anyway. It was it was very strange. Which is a poor choice because it just add to a movie that has a lot of logic and and connective tissue problems like yeah. it didn't need to add confusion yeah. over like why we saw a flashback to the mix yeah also michael fassbender probably should be dead if he truly yeah. was i mean that looked if he spent a night outdoors i mean that kid's playhouse is yeah, not really no a structure like yeah i think he would be dead but well uh, but, and so i thought because he so he wakes up this is and so he's weird. he's in this like yeah and uh, this playhouse thing in this playground and uh, you know, you assume he—he's he, a drunk. He, he, and he, he passed he's out. Drunk, and he was out the night before, and he slept there or whatever. But then, so I thought for a moment, like, okay, is he homeless or is he like was kicked out of his wife's house or something? But then he just goes to his apartment. Right. It's like, oh, you have this apartment here. Why are you sleeping in that? I know he's drunk, but right. And like, he almost why shoot, have that because yeah. He almost shoots the random dude that's that's fume, that's uh, killing mold that they found. He shoots at the dude. He shoot, yeah. Like, he actually stark. fires yeah. his gun, and and who everyone the mold guy everyone is pretty much. Chill. Well, the mold guy doesn't even know. Doesn't even know. I don't know how Michael Fassbender didn't see the mold like. I, like it's they play it like it's this sneaky thing of like someone's in Michael Fassbender's apartment, but they're anyway, like, no, it's just a mold guy like working. Yeah. Like I don't know why he didn't see him when he came in. Yeah. But yeah, Michael Fassbender's apartment has mold, mm-hmm. and a guy's doing mold remediation. Uh-huh. Which I do not understand where that goes. Yeah, if he was having some like well, crazy. We show this guy again later on in the movie. Well, no, no. Well, not really. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, literally, they, they do. He's not yeah. important to the plot, but they do like show him at random later on. Well, what, throw up a red flag as to maybe he's the killer or something. No, because they, they, no, that, that whole scene. No, the killer make sense was in the, yeah. Yeah, the, the killer, killer was, was pretending to be him. him. The killer was in the apartment. Because then he, the, but that was not his apartment though. That was somebody else. That was his girlfriend's apartment. Wasn't no, that was it? his no, apartment. Wow. Like, what is going on You were not paying attention <laughs> yeah. to this movie. I was paying attention. So, it's that opening scene. I was... So, um... And that other scene later on. That other yeah. scene later on. Yeah. But, so, here's one thing that bugs me about this movie, though, is, like, with Michael Fassbender's character is... I mean, so, it's so cliche, like, that detective who's a drunk and he's down on his luck and he's, you know, miserable or whatever. But I didn't understand the reason for him. Like, I figured, okay, maybe he's a drunk because his wife left him. And took the kid or whatever, or, his, you know. But then you find out that woman's name was his wife and the kid's not his kid. Right. And that they broke up. He broke up with them because he was a drunk. So he's already a drunk. So the whole thing of having him be a drunk was just like, I, I didn't get. Well, I again, in a, in a better done movie, and we get layers of this later on, is like, you know, showing the damage that addiction does to relationships and kind right. of showing... The, but it had nothing to do with this movie, though. It really has nothing to do with this problem. movie. Maybe yeah. it was yeah. pivotal, to, pivotal to, like, books one through whatever right. for this yeah. one. This is right. one of the things, like, okay, these, these kind of things work in a book or a book series, but maybe in a movie don't yeah, cause lean it, so heavily into that because like, it doesn't really yeah. matter. Or do something with it. Or like something, like yeah. something poetic, like uh, the serial killer's a killer because of how his drunk dad treated him, so now here's your chance to be a father figure to a kid and you could have some kind of like a message. It's kind of generic, but it would have been something. Or right? have him like be so drunk that he screws up something on the case or something right. like that. Right. Like there are, no, there are no form. consequences to his drinking. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, except the government took his driving license away. Yeah. We have no yeah. reason to believe that except we know he's drunk and he says, I don't have a driver's license. Yeah. 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 But it's safe to assume. And then we learn he hasn't been at work in a week. 
And his boss is pretty chill about that. This was like a weird flashback to Bad Lieutenant for me, where I'm yeah. like, right? man, like there's a lot of cool supervising officers. Like only in Val Kilmer movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's got, but he um, says that well, my uncle died, which also made me wonder right? if that was if he was the kid in the flashback. Yeah. That's Which I think the movie is trying to convince you of that, but when we do get the final reveal, it's less of an aha and more of a, well, of course. I don't, I don't, well, I don't think the movie wants you to think his uncle actually died, because yeah. even the supervising officer is like, yeah, stick with that story. Yeah. But, right. like, I mean, but just leaning on the yeah. uncle term. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, he could have said my grandfather died or something like that, but or leaning, leaning on uncle when we just had a flashback about Uncle Jonas, I, it, I was like, okay, okay so that or, was... Yeah. Or it could have been it could have been real and he didn't care about him, so he's just using him as an excuse to get drunk on the bereavement time, but he's not actually mourning the loss of his uncle. His uncle may have really died. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, okay, his uncle died, but he didn't give a crap. He said, Oh, my uncle died, I'm so sad. And he's like, Screw it, I'm gonna drink because he was terrible to me. And he reminds me of when my mother went catatonic and sank in that car. That's how that's what I was thinking at this stage in the film. That's where Jack's I'm mind intrigued was. that you were thinking about that. <laughs> no, I can see it. Yeah, I'm, I can see. I can see. I that. can absolutely yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, he also gets a creepy. Michael Fassbender gets a creepy note. Someone was watching him mm -hmm. passed out in the. Even park. the note says like he could have died like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The taunting stalkers yeah, looking out for his yeah. well-being. I mean, I and and we'll get to this later on. But like Put knowing what layers, we know dude. later, you're why? Norway. Like why? 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 Well, I don't. I, I don't why? understand. I mean, well, so goes in the, the end. The killer has some sort of obsession with Michael Fassbender's character, oh, but I do complex. not understand where it comes from. I, why? He's. It, yeah, Any of it. It doesn't. I, I do. I think I've figured it out. We can wait till the end. All right, we can wait till the end, but I agree with Christy. Let's just say it's Fabergé, it's, it it's Fabergé egg-oriented complexity of this MO. I don't know. I don't know. All right, and Rebecca Ferguson is like a new... Recruit. Recruit at the police station. Transfer. Transfer. That's right. And they do She's say not a transfer. She transfers yeah. from Bergen. Now, this is important. This becomes important later on. How old do you guys think, at this point when you're watching this, how old did you think Rebecca Ferguson's character is? And I'm not insulting Rebecca Ferguson. She looks amazing. <laughs> But like, I'm thinking she's 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 late twenties to mid thirties. She's not a rock cadet. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's what I thought. Based on the timeline and math of this movie, she should be about twenty one years old, like in this scene, because oh, no, you're nine right. years we, earlier. No, yeah, when we find out the she backstory, she was like twelve years old nine years earlier. Wait, so. is she actually? We see that picture of her, but is that picture actually nine years old? Oh, that's a good point. I, I thought she may that have been in college and that picture was taken. Right. But they're treating her like a raw recruit, though, and she's talking about getting out of the academy. And I think most police officers probably, in general, if they go into the police academy around about the same time most people go into college, I would imagine it'd be about 23, 24. But, but she here. might, I mean, she might have done like a year in Bergen and then transferred. So maybe she's late 20s. You know, I, I just, but the timeline died, didn't bother me. But when you think about like when we say nine years, because her dad died nine years earlier. Yeah. And she looked pretty young. But was it's just that but it's photo, a photograph? Right? Did she actually he may have a photo. He yeah. may be so the Val Kilmer character. Spoiler alert: may have been so distant from his daughter that that photograph may have been an old photograph. Yeah. He has a fourteen-year. He's that photograph of his fourteen-year-old daughter while she's twenty, and he kind of regrets not being there for her. And that was a happy right. time in his life. I it's asking the movie is asking you a lot. It is. Yeah. It's asking. It's, asking, it's asking a lot for you to make that assumption. So I think Alex's point is still valid. Okay. Yeah. Because was, the movie is, however, that Christie's point. 
point is also a good one. In that that's there's nothing that possible. says that that's... Yeah, she doesn't weird... actually appear. It's just a photo of her, so it could have been a photo from any point. I guess that's true. It was just a weird thing that kind of freaked me out later on, where I'm like... I'm no, no, it's they couldn't do They couldn't do a photo of her later on I mean, in life, because how, then you'd know it was her. And how, yeah. and how old is Harry Holt supposed to be? Is he supposed to be, like, in his 50s, like, on the end? But Fassbender's, like, healthy, he's young-looking, like, they... You know, he's rock. He, he's looking like healthy. he's in his 40s and she's looking like she's in her late 20s, early 30s. And she's talking about, yeah, they teach your you're such a great you're such a, a legend in this department that they teach your your methods in the academy. And I'm like, dude, when like what that Casey solved last week? I mean, maybe there that, be... that was probably the other books. Oh, yeah, that's you're right. Probably, that's probably I, that's alluding probably... to the fact that there is a whole series. Oh, I know. Get it. I wonder how, because I saw a I comment somewhere where someone said, like, Michael Fassbender was too young to play this role. Oh, really? So I wonder if in the books the character is, like, an older Maybe the character's guy. a little older. I mean, one of the things I think is interesting about Fassbender is you can kind of buy Fassbender of any age from mid-30s <laughs> to, like, late, late 40s. You, you know what I mean? Like, I would buy him anywhere in there. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, but it's... I could see someone thinking that. Mm -hmm. So now we get our first flashback. Th these befuddling flashbacks where we see Val Kilmer. Well, you don't really know their flashbacks until you later. Don't really, well, you well, don't. This, I, I it think says this, nine years earlier. Oh, it does. Really right. No, it does. Yeah. 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 It Although it's a quick earlier. graphic. I did it, not see it, that. They, it, This is a one one opportunity where they could have held that a little bit. And I think the audience would By the way, I just realized it. we did skip... Chekhov's fingerprint that did not really pay off the way I thought it was going That's to. That's true. They go Those, that, that machine that I was really starting to wonder if it was product placement or something. Well, that's a really oh. crummy looking iPad. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, they have iPad. What, does this movie take place this. in 2001? Well, as like, soon so as they, they went Here's on about... Here's a Palm Pilot. Oh, okay. As soon as they went on about the fingerprints, I was like, someone's getting their, their finger, finger cut, cut off. Yeah. I assumed like, it was yeah. going to be like somebody was trying to get into it, like pretending to be someone else or like that somebody was going to get tripped up by the fingerprint not working correctly. Correctly, because she goes on this whole thing as as this trainer person is talking to the cops about this new machine. She keeps going on about how you have to be careful when you're doing your fingerprint because it might not scan correctly. Blah blah blah. Right. But it could have just been a normal fingerprint, and you'd have to you know, somebody would get their fingerprint. Let's also talk about off. the machine, yeah, which like is a like a tablet that's like I don't the size like a of a laptop. Like They're carrying toasters toaster around. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. Yeah. It's like, and she is surreptitiously later on. She's surreptitiously like recording people with it. She's like, "Oh, well, we're having a conversation." Yeah, right? And they, she's got they this. They use it for like interviews thing. and like when they do uh, interviews with uh, you know witnesses or whatever. They use that to record the interviews. That, so then she's walking around. Yeah, like. But it's like this movie was shot in like 2015. Do, do you it's, know what I mean? Like this almost feels like you had said to me like this movie up. was shot right. in like 1998. It does look like a. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if like they couldn't get, I don't know. Yeah. If it's they could have just invented a smartphone. They could have just made up some plastic dummy smartphones and said, here you go. Here are your new police. Yeah. Like a James they have, thing. Yeah. They, but, but something more realistic. Like it's got, it's got thumb identification or facial recognition and he could have just held the phone up to her dead face and gotten into the phone. You know what I mean? Like you could have played yeah. that off in a more convincing way. I think than the literally that old gag that we've seen. Oh, they're going to use the dead guy's hand on the phone. You know, yeah. or just a tablet, or just like a modern generic tablet. Yeah, yeah. I would just leave that part out of the yeah. plot. We could yeah. also do that. It, the only way it pays off is that her um, videos were being uploaded. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. one, the one clue about. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the yeah. only way it pays off. So, so it did not pay off the way I thought it was going to. No. Yeah. So then we get this this Val Kilmer flashback, and it's worth yes. noting Val Kilmer was recovering from throat cancer, so. 
Apparently, even when they shot Val Kilmer's scenes, they knew they were going to be dubbing over his voice. Oh, so so this, there's a reason why you don't see much of Val Kilmer's mouth. Well, this was do, it was like horribly synced. It's not yeah. synced it well. And it doesn't really sound like him. So yeah, you could, that's the thing that you could. I mean, these days on the internet, you can find anyone who sounds like anyone. You know, there's impressionists and stuff. You could probably find someone who sounds somewhat like Val Kilmer, but they have like some. Well, it's like it's like Sam Elliott doing like a Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> like, it's it's really weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought that that I'm. I mean, I'm not I'm not happy he had throat cancer, but I'm glad that it wasn't some offensive thing where they were like, "Damn, his what is his accent sounds like crap." Let's talk. Let's kind of like they did with Cameron Diaz, where they had her dub over her entire. Role because they didn't like her accent in the uh, in the counselor, right? Yeah. So I thought that, that would maybe was I was worried that oh god they totally slapped this guy in the face by having him do his part and they were like we didn't like your oh, fake yeah. Norwegian accent that no one else is pulling off so we dubbed you, but if it's because he had throat cancer. Yeah, then, okay. I mean I, I'm like, I kind oh, of, right. I kind of like the idea of like Val again in in that sort of like if you break this down to its ingredients like Val Kilmer is sort of doing an interesting thing. In this movie, though, his scenes but, make no sense and are, like, pointless. <laughs> yeah, and there's not very much of him in the... No. There isn't. Yeah, like no. that character. I thought maybe there would be, like, a parallel timeline, you know, like, keep going back to it and you'd find out clues maybe this is this right. other case well, he, was, I, he was doing. I love that idea. Yeah, right? We don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. The cold case. Exactly. He's yeah. trying to solve this cold case. What were the mistakes this guy made? How can I avoid those pitfalls? There has to be an answer. These have to tie into these modern murders. And that would have been a cool movie where he's following in Val Kilmer's footsteps. What happened to you? What happened when you found the truth? What did you discover? And then, you know, the bad guy's standing behind him kind of thing. What really gives you this, this movie wants you to believe that there's, there are parallel timelines, that right. whatever was happening with Val Kilmer is crucial to what's happening now. Spoiler, it is not. <laughs> it is not. And I disagree. It's, it's, it's crucial it's, to Rebecca Ferguson. Yes. And yes. therefore does play a big role in what goes on in the current timeline because of her motivations. But, creating and, but you don't know until partway through that she is, you know, his daughter. And that's why right. she has this yeah. case and she's kind of following, you know, and looking it, in his cold case. But you don't really. And the fact that Michael Fassbender really doesn't know about it, then he finds out about it and still doesn't really have any interest in it. I know, it's just the it, whole thing. It also really, sets up the, the red herring that it's the corporation, it's J.K. Simmons, maybe there's some kind of a sex trafficking I thing or a baby killing thing going it's on. It's not even a red herring. It's almost like the actual snowman is a sidebar to the red herring, which That's is the real thrust of this which, movie. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. in my opinion, was horrible casting if you're going to make this a red herring. Because I went through a cycle of a couple people that I thought might have been the killer partially based on what the kid looked like in the flashback. And mm. J.K. Simmons, not at all. Right. That kid could not have grown up to J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. So I said, well, no, he's not the killer. And therefore, it was a super pointless red herring. Yeah. I just never at any point thought that it would be J.K. Simmons. Well, I assume that... Just based on the character itself, it was like he, he was like this weird, creepy guy and doing these weird, creepy things. But him going around like building snowmen and killing... Women well, in these weird ways was like it just didn't. Yeah, that that well, wouldn't have been. They that go character. so far out of their way to make sure you know that J.K. Simmons is a weird perv. That I'm right. like, oh no, we already know he's a perv. So that like all mystery has been sucked out of this. Right. Like I was always like, well, there's probably another killer because this guy's yeah, like just what? a secondary. So villain. we should say his his yeah. involvement is because the case that Val Kilmer was investigating nine years ago was a guy old. wants him to find his missing wife. Right. And he hands him an article, and I'm like, and, and literally, I'm like, did she disappear with J.K. Simmons? 
I don't know, but in this magazine article, she's staring at Jay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like even the so husband, blatant. yeah, the husband says later on, like, I, sh- I guess I should have seen it from this picture, the from way she's looking at him. giant picture. Yeah, because yeah. it's a picture of her between her husband and J.K. Simmons, and she's, like, giving J.K. Simmons the, the bedroom eyes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, but it looked like it was, <laughs> it sort of looked like it was three separate photos of oh, each yeah. of the three people just put onto one page. Yeah, it was it was stupid. Yeah. Right, and just just uh, winding back a little bit, my assumption was that J.K. Simmons was someone was killing the women to protect J.K. Simmons. That he was not the killer, but he was the quote killer, and that he had some kind of an attack dog that was doing stuff for him, like a like he hired an insane serial killer hitman. Yeah, the movie sort of. But the clues they're laying out just didn't make sense with they that. Don't no, no, it sense. never does. They but that was sort sense. of the what get, I thought they were trying to make me think. You get this whole thing of where we get this sequence of somebody following this woman home from her work and following to her to her house, right. and which I don't understand because later on you find the killer basically has like dossiers on all these people that he's. Which is wonderfully taken headshots, by the so, way. Yeah. Yeah. So he would know, I assume, where she lives already. Right. Like, so why does he have to wait for her at her work and then, like, throw a snowball at her? There's also, and okay. follow her home. There's okay, also I point. will step in one, one well, point Well, it's here. snowing. That's why he's yeah. got a killer. That's the M.O. The snow turns the killer yeah, on. We'll talk about that, that I think, is strictly for the suspense because... Yeah, that's and, what, but... But this is... Speaking as a woman, the fear that I felt for her in that moment, because if you are a woman walking alone and somebody throws a snowball at you, it's, yeah, so I I think it was strictly for that, that feeling. It was, you know, who cares about the plot? We'll just throw in this little silly thing. But but like why I wanted this to be. I thought there was going to be more stalking because of that scene. I expected a lot more stalking throughout the movie. When I said that's the movie I wanted this to be, (laughs) I didn't want that to come out as weird as that (laughs) came out. I didn't want that. Like, I get it. Well, my point is that's (laughs) not like his ML. That's not really what he's doing. But in this scene, and it it seemed like it was just for the tension in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because anybody else, he's... He, like the one he kills later on, he's taunting the police about it before he does it, but he's not really stalking her. No, or, and like in fact, she has no idea. It seems going on. like, in fact, many of the other victims had no idea what was going on up until the moment of their death. But right. in this one, he was like, "Let me give the yeah, filmmakers, like, let me do a solid for the filmmakers, <laughs> right. and I'm gonna be real weird on yeah. this one." Normally, I'm pretty subtle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was. And there's a lot of weird stuff going on here. Like the little girl, like he's looking through the window. There's an argument. The little girl is texting her mom. The mom pulls over. He waits behind her. She waves her around. He finally gets home. Mom is home now with the daughter. The daughter hides her cell phone real quick. The dad comes in and looks like he's all upset. But then later on, we find out that the dad is 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 a nice guy who's just he's kind of a, a well, jerk, he was, but he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And he gets all he was pissed because yeah. he was supposed to. He I think he was leaving town. And he's like, I was supposed to leave by eight, and she was late getting home. Yeah, so. but they're trying to trick you into thinking that maybe he's well, the one that followed her They're trying to trick you into thinking any man is a. And I'm in like, a movie is, could what? be the killer. Yeah. They're like throwing red herrings everywhere. And it's just like, okay. And it was frustrating me. Right. There's, there's a point. I mean, we're getting ahead a little bit. There's a point Until where I was figured like, it out. Am I supposed to think Toby Jones? I did at one point. At one point. Like, I don't that would never occur to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, as, <laughs> when Michael Fassbender was talking to him, I'm like, could it be Toby? Because I knew it would be like some kind of, not totally side character, but it's a character you wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah. So in my mind, it was who it did end up being or well, it was Toby just like, Jones. I know Toby Jones is an established actor, so I'm wondering if... Yeah, like, that seemed like a really small part. Really yeah. small part. I'm like, is yeah. he going to come back as like a little... But, but yeah, you're right. Like every... Literally every male in the movie seems to be like put out there as like, could yeah. be this guy, yeah. you know. Um, and, and we get an... And get mildly... Again, I kind of really wish this this movie for a movie called The Snowman. I wish it was focused on the snowman. I thought that killer. stuff was kind of the the actual snowman stuff was a, was kind of cool and creepy. 
And creepy. Um, yeah. Especially like when he puts like the head on the snowman later. Yeah. Like and that kind of stuff was, but it's again, it's, it's I didn't it doesn't go along with the actual killer and what his motivation. It was. does. I don't understand how it all this, fit together. This isn't really a horror movie. It's a crime drama. Yeah, it's that's okay. how I was approaching it. So totally. in a crime drama, to have a dude like decapitate someone and stick her head on the snowman with all the blood and everything, and to be sending these ridiculous snowman gimmicks so he could be the snowman killer, so they could do Snowman Forty Seven and we can do a podcast about it, mm-hmm. is is it would be awesome to see, and I hope Hollywood does that. But at the same time, the movie itself felt like a crime drama, not a horror movie. No, so you get this movie. tonal, yeah. but it could have been right. So now they're they're saying horrifying killer stalks women. He's got this device that like garrots women's heads off and he puts them on the snowman and he taunts the cops and he builds these snowmen and he could be anyone because it's winter and he's all covered up and you know and and it's a cool idea for a horror movie but they're still kind of doing the horror route with the snowball throw the tension building the creepy snowman eventually bloody snowman but at the same time it's just i'm a cop i'm on the case i gotta solve this case and it's more like an episode of like uh like a like a like any crime drama on TV right now. But I thought you know what what I thought was elevating again in a better version of this movie, like the scene with Val Kilmer and the little girl when he's talking to her. Harry, and, uh, Harry and the Harry Hole. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Michael yeah. Fassbender and the little Michael girl. Michael Fass- Yeah, Michael Fassbender and the little girl, and and he's Harry and Hull. you he's kind of pulling out for her that like his the dad has been crying about something and the dad's been upset, and I'm like. Okay, we're actually seeing like a little detective. The work. fact that like he, yeah, that's actually, like the only time where he's really a good detective. Well, they yeah, talk about him being, yeah. a, they talk him up as being a good detective, and he does like the simple stuff. Like, uh, what's that guy's name? He keeps shouting, Magnus, Magnus, get me a, get me the, 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 the. Magnus, give me the list of uh, tenants of that apartment building. Okay, that's routine police work. Oh my God, he's such a great detective. But in this one, he was. He was kind of like, he sees that this girl knows a little more and he's kind of pulling it out from her. And later he's actually doing the same thing with that creepy J.K. Simmons sidekick, but then Rebecca Ferguson kind of blows up the spot. But his conclusion is, yeah, the husband did it. They were having an affair. But I mean, yeah, that's like the 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 no, uniform. No, his conclusion was not be, even that. It was she's she'll be back. She's having an affair. Well, in that yeah. in oh, okay. that yeah. one conversation, he starts with she'll be back. She's having an affair. He, then he and Rebecca Ferguson keep talking for like thirty seconds, and yeah. then he's like, "Look at the husband. Right. The husband did." Well, it. He, he invites her up for coffee uh, because Rebecca Ferguson's like, "That's dumb because she left her daughter behind. She left her car oh, yeah, behind. Yeah, yep. The right. door was open." So like, they teach no, us nobody would leave their no one. Uh, I forget something about no affair, no affair, like no that. woman right. would leave her and child. And so like later that. on, when her, when she you know, she says her father wasn't uh, didn't right, commit suicide right. because he wouldn't leave her like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's kind of. I actually kind of again on the scene by scene. I kind of liked that scene because Rebecca Ferguson's like. Hey, don't mansplain to me like yeah, how this mom stupid. would operate. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of sure, like, sure, yeah, no, you yeah. know what? Like, and she's got the better detective instincts. Well, yeah. Like she, this dude, they're blowing him up as this great detective, out, and she's the more interesting detective. It actually turns out they're both right. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yes, like, I know. They're yeah. Bo- like, yeah. They're, 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 both of their detective instincts are actually coming together. Yeah. But it also lays out for me as the audience for the rest of the movie. I'm like, yeah, something's going on with this husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but it takes forever. Like, But then that doesn't matter. <laughs> None of that matters. Well, it doesn't really matter. But there's also a weird thing in this movie of people who don't refuse to provide relevant information to the police. Right. You're like, why didn't the guy explain to the police what's going on? Like, or why didn't Chloe Seventy yeah. 
Which one? Part uh, two. Alpha. Alpha <laughs> 2070. Part one. Uh, like, explain to police what's going Because there's not, there's actually plenty of reasons why they should have, and not very many reasons why they wouldn't. Right. Considering the situation we're in, the husband should be like, whoa, my what? wife is missing, like, maybe, like, gone. That's Probably why, should give these yeah. police the information they're looking for. That's why this whole time I thought it was something, like, some ring or, you know, some, like, not a sex ring, but, like... I, I, in my head, all these, oh, all these okay. women had like children who they didn't know who the father was. And I figured it was the same father or there was some tests going on or something. Yeah, some, right. some and like, they all yeah. knew the secret about this and how their child came along. But yep. right. that's not what it was. And so I didn't know. That's where I thought, why I thought all this stuff mattered. And it just ended up not mattering. What kind of ends up, I did at one point watch this movie. I'm like, does anyone in Norway know who their dad is? I'm right. like, it's this like is everyone. just a giant. <laughs> yeah. Literally everyone. Yeah. This is like a deadbeat dad fest. It's like, uh, yeah. get your act together, gentlemen. Get your that's act true. together. Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson true. knew her, who yeah, her dad true. was. That's true. She knew very well. Yeah. But he was also a deadbeat. He was just dead. She just knew I don't he was. Know. Hey, that's not clear. That's not, yeah. not clear. I would not. Say I got the that impression he was that he wasn't around as much as he should have been. That was what I was. Got, uh, he was drunk, of. so probably. But yeah, that wasn't something that they. Well, not that he was a malicious with. person, but he wasn't there. He was yeah. kind of a deadbeat. I don't know. That's we, my we, my, my assumption. That's how. That's what I saw. We do now cut back to Val Kilmer, and he's there. They found a body up on like the top of a mountain. Beautifully photographed sequence, by the way. Yep. Except for the fact that where are the police protecting the crime scene? Like he heard this on they're the scanner. They're up on a mountain. Right, yeah. but Val Kilmer heard this on the scanners, which meant police were already on the scene. I don't. And for him think, to actually get there. Yeah, I don't think they had had like their crime scene unit or whatever out there. I think that's what they're waiting for. They're investigating for. a tip or something. Yeah. And then he does this dramatic thing where he fires the gun and the birds scatter and there's this uniquely positioned dead body. And I, but I would I agree with Christy. I think they did because, know because the body was there but they were just cool with birds eating it. Yeah, well, that's like, what it felt like. Yeah, I think they were waiting because like the kids, they were just cool. the, yeah. some kids on like a field trip or something found them and the kids were just coming off the mountain. So I think yeah, were they seriously still, Were they seriously on the radio scanners openly criticizing the two cops Yes. The one guy's a drunk and the other guy's an idiot. That was the two of them together. They might work well. That was yeah, like, right, Charlie. No, I said keep them away from each other. Keep them away from each other. Yeah. I yeah. think that was That's supposed to be a walkie-talkie strictly between the two. Oh, I think that's going out of the open. Val Kilmer was like tuning into it yeah. when he was on his way up. Yeah. 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 He's just like listening to their conversation. <laughs> Why would they have it over the radio like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean they yeah. might have, who knows? Yeah. But it just felt like know. Val Kilmer got there. Way, Way too, early. too fast for real life. Yes. He had yeah. the Batmobile. <laughs> right. Um, and so then we cut back, and we had previously seen this girl, like Harry Hole had gone. I, I really, I'm, I'm going to call him Harry Hole, but we should never forget, not his name. Yep. Um, I think that's like, why we've been saying Michael Fassbender. This is Fassbender yeah, Michael Fassbender. version of the character. Yeah, he had, he had gone to see this girl at her work. She works yes. at some kind of art gallery. And there's there's an interesting little reveal of like no they're not dating she's his ex not only she's it took ex, a while but to get to that though well it but did, she's she, she, she's his, his ex, ex but they're still friends there's no, there's nothing between them but he I has, thought it was ex wife he I likes thought it his, was ex, the kid assumption. he yeah. wants to be there for the kid which is a very important plot point that I think got incredibly underutilized yeah and he, and she's in a serious relationship with this other guy who's a doctor. Who also seems very cool with having Harry around. We find out more later, yeah. theoretically. Um, but yeah, he's trying to help with the son. And he takes 
he takes the son to the, the most concert the ever. most Norway concert <laughs> ever. Um, the son did not look like he was enjoying yeah. it. No, I kind of liked the, the looks on their face when they cut to them because I'm like, I think that would be the look on my face if I had this concert. Um, it, and it, I kind of laughed at this point because have any of you guys seen Semi Pro, the Will Ferrell movie, no. where he there's Maybe a once. there's a hilarious subplot in the movie where oh god who's the um one of the characters is abs- so Maura Tierney is Woody Harrelson's ex girlfriend who is dating somebody else but the current boyfriend is obsessed with Woody Harrelson so he always wants Woody Harrelson around <laughs> and like is fine with Woody Harrelson like flirting with Maura Tierney because he loves Woody Harrelson it's that it's does very seem like funny this. and it like, kind of is like this is a more serious version yeah. of it um, I kept thinking of that. And yeah, it's it's very weird, but I, again, it's kind of interesting of this like kind of complex, I didn't, like in a better movie. This yeah, could like they, have they been never better. went into like how long were Harry Hole and Charlotte Gainsbourg together, right? Because he seems really attached to this kid. Yeah, and this other guy is her boyfriend now, and they. I guess she does say like they don't get along or whatever. Like yeah, they're they're not as close, but. It just seemed throughout the movie that he that I thought there'd be some tension there where like he's like, well, I'm I'm gonna take uh, Oleg on this uh, father son camping trip, whatever. Yeah. And th- where his the boyfriend would be like, oh well, no, I'm I'm with his mom now. Like I'll take him on that. And I yeah. thought there'd be some tension there, but there wasn't ever. But instead, so the, the boyfriend's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the whole, that whole dynamic was it was just weird to me. It was very weird, yeah. but it kind of felt like I would have loved a better movie to kind of. Almost be like, yeah, okay, this is this weird kind of like postmodern, yeah. strange family dynamic I, and I we have. I think it was because if like, he's his father and he's a debate dad, like he's trying to be the dad, but he's a screw up, he's drinking, or he's just too focused on the job, you know, he forgets about these things. Yeah. But as just like this guy that used to date his mom, it, it, I guess if he's trying that hard but still screwing it up, it's like, well, then what's the point almost? Yeah. Like you don't have that connection to a, you know, his mom could be like, just stop trying because you're just messing things up. But I, they say over and over again how much the kid loves him. Yeah, yeah. but even that doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't come across. You don't feel it, yeah. I was oh, in the, in the actual scenes. interactions? No. no it didn't. The, di- right. the dialogue, yeah. yes. The show, the this, show, no go. I wish there were more scenes. They there. needed like one or two more scenes. Like if you had a scene in that. the beginning yeah. with them together where you would, where you're still thinking maybe it's his son and they're like loving together. And yeah. then later you find out like he's not actually his son. That you still get that, like, oh, but they're they're close, like a father and son would be. You know, Cody, and there is you're some, right. Like there is that some, that yeah. scene alone would have helped yeah. this movie because you find out that he's not uh-huh. the, the father before you even meet the kid, right? So, or right. if maybe you know they had fun on their outing right. instead of going yeah. to that awful yeah. concert where neither of them looked right. like they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, he yeah. gets the call. Oh, thank God, yeah. there's a break of the case. Let's leave. Yeah. yeah, the kid's like, no, I'm good. I got enough for the yeah. concert. <laughs> I think he actually says that. No, I'm good. I got enough for that concert. Yeah. yeah. And but while also, I think there. We, oh, go ahead. Well, one of the part of that, you know, the family dynamic scene at the hockey game when um, the boyfriend comes over and sits down while Harry's got his arm around Raquel, like the the ex girlfriend, like all that, and that was kind of an uncomfortable scene. It, but he's totally cool with it. Yeah. And then but, offers. So this is getting very semi-pro. Yeah. This yeah. is exactly how this would have played in I semi-pro. Took it, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, and then. Um, Talks to Michael Fassbender about how he can't sleep and offers him some sleeping pills. Yeah. Yeah. Which is another. Which, again, check off sleeping pills that go nowhere. Yeah. 
But well, it goes I, somewhere, but where it actually, really. but, but it, it, well, goes it, it does go ends. somewhere, but then where it goes is a dead end. Right. Like it, it's like they did. Yeah. It's so, it's so his girlfriend can discover the pills and say, where did you get these pills? You stole them from my boyfriend. And he says, no, no, he no, gave them to me. No, she didn't do that. Right. No. no. She said, couldn't you have gone to another doctor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought, she, oh yeah. So I right. don't even understand what that. Yeah. Meant. Jack. That makes even less sense. Jack watched like the earth beam version of this movie. I was watching a better version of this movie. I swear. Like when he comes over and he's. Got his arm around her. I took that him being cool with it, not cool with it, but him just being like confident, like I'm with her now. Yeah, you you had your chance. You're a screw up. She's not gonna be back with you. So and I kind of liked that of like but. this movie that was like where everyone was so comfortable and confident in what was going on right. that they're like, yeah, we don't even need to have like yeah, the kind of yeah. jealousy yeah, and because like you're a non factor, yeah. you're a drunk, you're this, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. Just strange. Yeah. But so while they're at the crazy concert, they get the call that uh, Chloe 70, a missing person's call for Chloe 70. Yeah. They say her husband called and said she's missing. She's missing. So. And specifically asked for Michael Fassbender. Specifically asked for (laughs) Harry Hole. Get on this. Uh, So Michael Fassbender and Rebecca Ferguson. That is the coolest hero name (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Um. So they go up there, but Koi Seventy is at is at home. She's there, yeah. And she's and they kind of ask her. They're like, "Why would this happen?" Like they ask her some pretty legitimate questions. That again, much like the other husband character, she doesn't answer. Where you're like, uh, "You well, might." With what we learn immediately after this, is yeah. like maybe you should have actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they get there, and she's like in her barn or whatever, chopping some heads off chickens, chickens. and they're playing yeah. popcorn really, really loud in the house, which happens later on too. When the killer dressed, apparently dressed as the the guy who's taking care of the killer. mold listens to it. So it's like, but that doesn't come back because no. then the song changes to the Hall of the Mountain King later on. Yeah. But boop, so, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love that song. <laughs> sorry. Hey, ask cat fees now. Yeah. Um, so, but they, they, they're like, oh, parody. we're looking for, parody. we're looking for Chloe 70 Alpha. And yeah. she's like, oh, I'm Chloe 70 Alpha. And, yeah. and, and they're like, oh. Okay, your husband called and said you were missing. She's like, I don't know how you would do that. And then they ask if, if she had a kid or if she'd ever had a child or whatever. And she's like, no, we don't have a child. It's like, okay, bye. I thought it was weird that they didn't ask. I mean, it didn't end up being a thing, but they never said, like, can we see some IDs that we know it's you? Or they're just yeah. like, okay, see ya. That's or a that, good they're, point. Or that they're not yeah. even like, hey, this is, because they do ask her some questions, but they're not like, that's yeah, really she's being kind weird. Of suspicious. That's really weird that somebody would report you as missing yeah. and ask for me. Right. Yeah. Michael Fassbender specifically. Yeah. Like, they're, they're a little quick to be like, all right, back on the road. They yeah, look for the funniest you know. cop name in the phone book. They, yeah. they, they were, they were, they, what they were doing is they were pranking the police department. Found out there really was a hairy hole, and they were like, "Oh." Yeah. And then they were they they figured they were going to commit no half measures. They went all the way with this one. Well, she can does, you send him over? She does say that her husband likes to pull, pull pranks. Pull pranks, yeah. pranks but, but we then kind of. But she it never like, dawns uh, her. We, we learn later on that she's got an identical twin. Well, so wouldn't she say, oh, my God, is something wrong with my sister? Maybe I'm not the one who's missing. Well, no, because she says her husband is, like, picking up her sister, which I think was a lie, but I don't know. Yeah, like, then her I don't. shows up. Because then I... she's shady for some reason. She has this shady phone call after the cops leave, which would strengthen Cody's theory that there's some government experiment going on through the, the organization of J.K. No, Simmons having call, to do with the babies. The phone call was to her husband. Yeah. Which, again, yeah. but she's like, you know, yeah, the baby isn't yours or she whatever. Said, yeah, it wasn't your baby, it's my baby, and don't ever call me again. And, all and then she's killed, silenced because of a mysterious baby or a mysterious... 
abortion. That's what I thought was happening. Yeah. No. Well, maybe. But it's in reality, just it, just, it just turns out to be the Harry Potter problem, which is the classic. If people talked to each other, each Harry Potter book would be about 10 pages long. Right? If yeah. people like shared yeah, yeah. information they yeah. had. Yeah. So, um, but they were scared of Snape. They couldn't confide in him. <laughs> that's right. So the killer sneaks in and kills her, chops her head off, and he puts on a snowman. Like she was chopping the head off of chickens. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Is, I feel like this was a really bad... Um, this would be a great scene in a horror movie called The Snowman. Yeah. Fantastic scene. I'd be all for it. It was a bad calling card because he had to like climb through a tiny... He had to spawn like, down. Had the to, cop had to repel. Right. He had to yeah. go find the, the snowman. snowman with yeah. the Chloe Sevigny head. Yeah. I feel like if, it, if he was really... Yeah, a theatrical. It, this is this yeah. is this is really elaborate right. yeah. for this guy. You know, so, he's very committed to yeah. this. Yeah. So as they're driving away from the house, they get another call from dispatch saying, "Oh, we got a missing persons report on Clevenies or Chloe Chloe 70, Seventy yeah. Alpha," and, and they're like, "We just came from there. It's fine." They're like, "Oh no, they just called. She's missing again." <laughs> <laughs> so they turn the car around. They go back. They go back, and Chloe Seventy uh, Beta comes out. And they think it's her. And they're like, oh, we got another fake call that you're missing. And th- she's like, no, my sister is missing. I'm, I'm her twin. twin. Yeah. And at this point, I'm like, come like, on. Yeah. I have a twin. And, come and, on. And the twin thing in one scene. Yeah, there's why? no reason to have this yeah. thing. No it reason. Almost, it felt to me, I mean, it's probably part of the book, but it almost probably. felt to me like it might be they, better just, in the book. they just didn't want to hire another actress. <laughs> yeah. Or something. Because I was like, this is ridiculous. And it never comes back. No. It's no, never relevant yeah. that she has a twin. But she's like, oh, yeah, and my sister uh, was pregnant. She wasn't sure who the father was. She had an abortion. Which ties us to this clinic in terms of yeah. why the killer. And it was like, okay, yeah. why why didn't they, okay. You know, and again, I'm like, all right, moving on, you know. Um, and somewhere, we and shortly after this, we actually meet the guy who Val Kilmer is investigating, but who is also the head of Oslo's, Olympic no, committee, no. Not, Olympic. Or not Olympic, and Val Winter Kilmer Games was, well, Cup, yeah. Winter Games like, World Cup. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the Hydrox, like yeah, like <laughs> yeah, um, store brand Olympics. Yep. Yeah, actually, it's like the Oreo because Hydrox was the OG. Oh, was that it? Indeed, you are right. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. All right. Um, and he's just for much of this movie, J.K. Simmons is just around being creepy, like just scenes yeah. where he's like being just just sketchy. taking pictures of any woman who comes up to him basically yeah and just being a general perv yeah. weirdo yep. and you're like okay like there's a point i i have in my notes where i'm like i i got it like yeah he's creepy he is okay cool like wh- what else do you want me to do with this yeah. information so i don't know I, I still haven't really figured out because like the doctor his like dr crony guy like brings him this girl Yes. Like, at, for some reason, at this gala. He, he has, like, a Renfield-esque, like, assistant yeah. who's super creepy also. Yeah. Brings him a girl. Yep. J.K. Simmons, like, the creepy sidekick, like, pulls her top down, and J.K. Simmons takes a picture of her and walks away. Yeah, he takes a picture, like, you're an idiot, and then he, like, walks away. Because he's mad that he brought is her he to calling, this. Is he calling the guy an idiot? Yeah. Is he calling the, he's the girl an idiot? Yeah, he's the, girl, pi- he's, the guy. He's pissed that he brought her, like, to this gala or whatever that was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would connect him to this girl, I guess. Yeah. But... And Rebecca um, Ferguson is watching this whole thing. Recording. And is photographing it, and recording it. On her big device. Yeah. yeah. But kind of like, like so. having a signal flags. Like, look at me. No, it's, it's, it's so cleverly hidden in her messenger bag. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. But um, so I, I still don't know, like, if he was just having the, basically this guy bring him girls or if he was, like, doing some weird prostitution ring thing. Because at one point they oh, kind of made it Was she a prostitute or was this woman being... 
Well, that's like, what I'm saying. Is like he, she, he was like recruiting her as a prostitute. They do kind okay. of imply that yeah, J.K. Simmons may be running. A, like he's pimping these girls out. Yeah, like some kind of hu- there's some kind of there's a human trafficking implication. Yeah. to But it, I thought I it was just for J.K. Simmons. But that's what I did. Yeah, I, I wasn't yeah, sure I didn't. I wasn't yeah. sure. Like the doctor yeah. is, you know, getting girls for him. And it's you know they they have the girl speaking in Russian like clearly oh she's yeah not so there's there something there's something really so shady going on yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess you're right I didn't but I guess I don't know if, in this world yeah, except yeah. for the Russian yeah. girl That's I true. don't know who is exploiting the human child well you're right was it like literally just I think just, it's all or, just for or, him. or was J.K. Simmons okay. taking a picture of this poor girl to like sell her on some kind of black market well that, this is why I think that's probably because this is where I thought the plot was going was that. Somehow, all these other women were involved in this thing, all, and yeah. that's how they—they're all pregnant or from clients yeah. or something. Yeah. Some bizarre Epstein breeding farm and thing, they, and it was him who's—and maybe he was killing them. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, this, I, I was trying to figure know. out where the plot was going at this, this point. So this movie really takes so many, like, like weird. you said, throwing in so many red herrings. Yeah. There are so many plots that just don't get tied up. Yeah. And, and Simmons gets away with one. it. He's clearly doing something evil. Yeah. And he's because he's just—he's just not murdering anyone. Oh, okay, that makes it okay. Yeah. Okay. And this is where we get the scene where, oh, and, and I, I need to try to understand the scene. So we see the sleeping medication in Harry Hall's apartment so, being tampered with. Okay. No. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I honestly did not get this until just a couple minutes ago when really? we were talking about when the boyfriend offers him the sleeping pills. Michael Fassbender tossed them out the window. Yeah. The... The fake mold guy puts them back so that they will be found. Really? Oh, and I didn't that's catch that. Like, I got I was that. assuming that's why he broke into the, you know, he pretended yeah. to be the mold guy to go in because he doesn't do anything else. I got that, but I didn't, I still don't know why. So I'm assuming why? so they would be found. But why? <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know if maybe, maybe they were actually poisoned. But like, that, I've, okay, I've, I've but no nothing idea. Went, like, I thought like he was going to so, start drugging him up so he's loopy and like right, making but he, crazy decisions. But Michael Fassbender never takes him. Right. But so, so that doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. Right. But I thought, I've, I will say. Say this when we get to the end. I'm let's we'll go through the movie and we'll talk about some some other things. Maybe this may tie into something else. Yeah, we'll stick to the end for more of this. Yes. But like, but we but should. I was like, what is? I yeah. didn't even realize that that's what it was. I think you're right. I think that that's, that's all I can figure. But. Yeah, he, he definitely threw him out the window. Okay, yeah. so, so which is why he was confused when so, Charlie Jean's I remember thinking, that was really dangerous. He might hit someone in the head. <laughs> and if he's high enough up in that he building. Also, Michael Fassbender also left a vodka bottle in a kid's in, playhouse. I'm pretty sure that bottle was empty, though. Well, still a glass still bottle yeah. in our kid's yeah. playhouse. Yeah. But we should talk about that scene quick where he comes home and the mold guy is like in his apartment dancing to that song. The same song he heard in the Seventies house. Yes. Yeah. And he like... He's pissed off because they're dancing in his apartment, I guess, and he, like, kicks him out. And then, so the guy, like, walks down the street and then passes the actual mold guy who's, like, just standing, petting a dog on the side of the road. Right. I, like, look at him, like, that's weird. And the actual like, mold guy is like, hey! Yeah, like, why didn't he go to my, like, I would have gone right up to Mike Fessman's house and been like, who was that? I wasn't in your apartment. Why right. <laughs> well, but, right. that would imply that... The mold guy cared, yeah, or knew that he was in, in Michael moment, Fassbender's but. apartment, or that maybe he was in him. on it and gave the bad guy his outfit. No, because no, he, he was popcorn surprised. CD. Yeah, he he like, looked surprised. Okay, yeah. Was it his popcorn CD or was it the other guy? <laughs> maybe Michael Fassbender had it. <laughs> he did have a record maybe. collection. Um, he does like records, like vinyl. he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so now we start getting some stuff with like they're trying to figure out what is the snowman killer's motivation? Is he targeting women he disapproves of? 
they're just like okay like trying to get into it a little bit of it's what the snow thinks. the snow turns them on the women went missing when it was snowing well, they just kind it's of talk Norway. about it. Like, I, that, that, that was like a, a huge stretch yeah. from, for Rebecca Ferguson. I but mean, it was weird because I was saying to Alex before, the description of the movie that I read said, like, a killer kills women on the first snowfall of the year or whatever. And I was like, okay, that kind of sounds interesting. Then in the movie, it's like, they don't even say that. She's just like, I think it's connected to the snow. I think the snow sets them off. And then even after that, that doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. That doesn't like, matter. It has nothing to do with the snow. Because even Michael Fassbender said, yeah, it's, it snows here. It's winter. It's Norway. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, and then we find out the creepy friend of J.K. Simmons, like this, the Renfield the sidekick, is an OBGYN. Yes. And they start being like, oh, is this guy the connection? Because these women all seem to be having appointments at this. I think they actually just refer to it as a pregnancy doctor. Yeah, they say pregnancy doctor. Which is like a weird, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if the, there's one line the that's like, term. why yeah. would, you know, why would your wife go to see this doctor? And it, I mean, maybe this is just the male point of view and asking those questions, <laughs> but I'm like, um, you go to see that kind of doctor every year, whether you're pregnant or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, um, there are lots of reasons. Yeah, that guy's doing stuff other than just pregnancy. Yeah. But, you know, but if you're a pregnancy yeah. doctor, though, that's all you do if there were such a thing, right? You're, you're are we implying sarcastic. he's... I am. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah wow, so, yes, so he, I was. So he's an OBGYN, and they're like, okay. But he's also, like, he has this, like, clinic or whatever or organization that's doing research work and stuff, too. Right. Which J.K. Simmons is... Uh, partially helping to fund. Right, that is connected to. So then you're kind of like, oh, so is this movie coming together? So, like, <laughs> this is where I was like, I guess this movie's coming together, but it's pretty transparent. It seems like there's a lot of movie left for it to just be coming <laughs> yeah. together with, like, so yep, like oh, all these women are connected to this OBGYN clinic. I mean, the technically, OBGYN clinic is connected, connected to, to J.K. Simmons, Simmons, who is himself a creeper. Yes. Right. We and go. it's like, okay, got it. But like, he's a redhead as opposed to this kid in the flashback that is a brunette. Yeah. 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 And still, I, I don't know. But I'm like, okay. At this point in the movie, we're but, all confused. Yeah. But Michael, We're sure about one thing. Somehow at this point. The OBGYN is involved. OBGYN. Definitely. But this is where, when they're questioning the creepy sidekick guy, Rebecca Ferguson is like going at this dude about Avi, Avi Stoke. Harvey Stoke. Stoke. Harvey Stoke, yeah, Stoke, 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 Stoke or something. And like, and kind of like ruining his kind of more subtle attempts to, to get into this guy's head a little bit. So he wanted. So now Michael Fassbender's like, I want to know more about Rebecca Ferguson. He breaks into her file cabinet. It's very easy. Very yeah. easily. <laughs> I know. Cabinet with a lock on. You just take the back off. Yeah. Poor security. Yeah. And finds out that she's obsessed with this old case, the Val well, he Kilmer knew case. He I think he knew this. Yeah. Thing. Well, he because he had seen the confidential files in her bag when they first met. So yeah. he did find out about the case. But there was more. I think it was more about Val Kilmer that. Is what he found out. Yeah. yeah. There was, like, the the stuff that he first found was the, the case. Yeah. And the stuff that he found in her lo- in her locked file cabinet was about Val Kilmer. Yeah, and, like, right. his death and stuff. This is where the movie started to feel stupid to me, because I'm like, why have two parallel investigations if the current current day investigation doesn't even know about, like, he's only learning about well, the parallel yeah. investigation now. Yeah. Like, I think he's more interested now, because he's like, I don't know what's happening. Like, this is getting... More and more convoluted. Maybe I should look at the case from nine years ago that seems to be related in some way. Yeah. So he goes, 
because she's being super, super secret about it, so he gets the information secretly and then just goes to Bergen. To goes on a train to Bergen. He has, to Magnus, find out give about him, it. He has Magnus give him the case file. <laughs> and happens to be on the train with the boyfriend, with, with uh, Raquel's boyfriend. Yep. Um, who's Which just like, happens to be the moment when I was like, this guy is totally the killer. Hey, well, and he's like, hey, weren't you supposed to go on that father-son camping trip? And, you know, and Michael Fassbender. I'm like, God, he's like, Michael Fassbender sucks. <laughs> he's know? not a very like, good surrogate dad. Well, I, it's yeah. almost like the film forgot that the kid existed. Yeah. Like, why even put it in there just to have him say, oh, man, I forgot. I'm bad at this kid. But well, make that part of the plot. But then you get this kind of interesting moment where, like, in... Many normal, what we would come to expect to be like the boy, the current boyfriend would be like, ha ha ha, I'm going right. to own you. And instead, he's like, I'll take the fall for this one. Yeah. And he calls, you know, the son, Oleg, and he's like, you know what? Harry Hole called me. I was too busy laughing at his name, and I forgot <laughs> to tell you that he said he couldn't make it to the. And I thought it was, and I, I don't know if it makes sense, more sense knowing everything, but the fact that he just like runs into him on this random train. Going to Bergen was like well, that seems very weird. Coincidentally, because <laughs> he was on his way to a conference. But to, to, now know, was he on his way to a conference? And this was actually train. it was, it was this actually train. a coincidence? But the last no, I don't think he wasn't. A, I think or he was, was he stalking him? I think he was at the conference so that he would be everyone would be like, oh, he's not here, and then he could do his stuff in secret. Uh, it was his alibi. Yeah. Yeah, so he's supporting his alibi. His alibi. Yeah. Although also being super specific and giving away the clue that solves it later on. Yeah. Yeah. In his description of the conference being about Mm -hmm. hormone therapy. But it, As it, a plastic surgeon. And, and even yeah. Mike Fassbender's yeah. like, what are you talking yeah. about? That makes sense. Look, whoa. And then he goes into this weird sci-fi rant. Someday we will beat aging. We'll reverse the aging process. I'm like, whoa, come back. You're already seven movies. Come on. We don't want an eighth one in here. And so then we get and get this like Michael Fassbender Bergen thing where he visits a dude who knew J.K. Simmons when he was young. Um, and this guy thinks that. Well, I think it was. That was the guy, the, guy the guy that hired Val Kilmer. That's the guy who hired Val Kilmer. And they're just, case, they basically yeah. said, like, we, like, him and his father or something had this company and let um, J.K. Simmons on it out of almost pity because he was, like, down his luck or something. And then within, like, a year or two, he had taken over the company and forced them out. And Right. And then right. he's banging his wife. Yeah, and this, yeah. And, it's, yeah. and then this guy's like, oh, okay. And Val Kilmer's clearly like, oh, maybe I should be looking into this guy. Mm-hmm. Cut to a, a weird flashback where Val Kilmer is like a rogue cop in the police station, who like walks out a window. Not really rogue, drunk. Yeah. Drunk. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a water bottle filled with vodka. It's yeah. Toby Jones's birthday. Everyone's singing happy birthday to him, and he oh, flips like, him off and leaves. Yeah. He leaves yeah. out. He jumps out the window, which looks like he's gonna kill himself. And then he, he okay, was. it's the first floor window, first level window. No, he's out on like a terrace. Oh, he's yeah. on a terrace. I yeah. thought it was just a building with one story. No, because no. he's like. Looking out over the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, nonetheless, he gets out the window and Buildings flips off his boss. There's a lot of great views in Norway. Yeah. There. And this movie is, I actually started notes here. I'm like, this movie's beautiful to yeah. look at. I mean, it makes just, me want to go to Norway. It really made me want, yeah. As a tour, yeah. as a tourism film, the airport, maybe, the airport. maybe yes or maybe no. <laughs> really, I mean, right. <laughs> Um, yeah. So and and what and Fassbender ends up meeting with Toby Jones. There's two times this movie made me laugh out loud, and I believe they were unintentional. One of them is when he like shows Toby Jones a picture talking about Val Kilmer, and Fassbender's like, "Is this him?" And it's a picture of Val <laughs> no. Kilmer with his head blown off. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, <laughs> come on, <laughs> like. Well, I can't like, tell. Yeah, I mean, 
what are you doing? Hey, Fassbender can tell in that black and white photo that the little spots on the ground are coffee beans. Sure so not. apparently he's got a keen eye for photos. Maybe he just because expected everyone else to. Well, they talk about that. uses coffee bean frowny faces yeah, on his snowman. coffee beans on the floor. And then Toby Jones is like, no, it was a suicide. The cabin was unlocked from the inside. So now I'm like, interesting. How are they going to explain how the snowman killer got out from a cabin that was locked on the inside? Don't worry, we never find out. Well, I assume he, he like lifts up a panel yeah, on the roof because he's on oh, the that's roof. That's how Fassbender gets, gets in. in. Yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, so the, the whole thing with the coffee beans is apparently <sighs> when he, he makes these snowmen, he uses coffee beans for like the mouth. Yeah, because, maybe, his, yeah. Mother because his mother had dropped yeah. all the coffee, coffee beans. beans. He uses right the coffee yeah. beans. But at this that's point, the, that's in the that tie-in to the first scene. Yeah, so he knows yeah. the same person. But at this point, I'm still thinking that it was Fassbender, and that the killer knows enough about Fassbender's background that he's screwing with Michael Fassbender, and it's kind of like, how did you know the coffee beans? That's where I thought I'm they were sure. going. I mean, that could have been. Because I've researched you, and I'm yeah. killing all these women to get to you. Like, all these women that have no connection to you. It, in this movie, that would have been just as viable. <laughs> a movie that cares that little about logic and structure. Yeah. and Yeah. And we do get a weird flashback of Val Kilmer. Like, we don't see the snowman killer, but the snowman killer has, like, tied Val Kilmer up in his cab at, this, at Val Kilmer's cabin. And the snowman killer blows Val Kilmer's head in a very... His CGI head off. Yeah, very and then CGI puts head. No man head on his. For yeah. no one to ever see right. because it melts. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's that's why this coffee beans. And on again, before. it's yeah. a horror movie scene in a crime drama. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty graphic. And it was scene. like it was like heads blown off horror movie, which would be fine if that's what this movie was. But it was really heavy on the crime drama. I yeah. don't get the the graphic violence. It doesn't bother me. It's just weird in this movie. And at the so, same time, oh, go ahead. I'll just say while he's in Bergen, um, Rebecca Ferguson uh, gets a phone call at their their Shared, their, their WeWork office yeah. where they're like running police investigations. Right. But that was know. the the room that he set up for the task force yeah. to be secret because they didn't oh. want publicity they about want murders night. during that's the right. yeah. Hydrox Olympics. Yeah, bid. Were, that's yeah. right. The, that's yep. right. So yeah. she's there and she finds out. He's, she's like, "Where's uh, 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 Harry Hole?" and and they're like, oh, he's in Bergen. She's like, uh-oh. It's like, oh, because she, she looks in her file cabinet and the file's gone. File's missing. And they tell her he's in Bergen. She's like, shit. Yep. And as she's like about to leave, his phone rings and she picks it up and it's the uh, like the phone company or something. They want to know if he's interested in switching his long yeah. distance. <laughs> Saying like, oh, we got a, a hit on um, on one of the missing the, the, the woman phone. with the kid's yeah. phone. Uh, and you see the killer like turn the phone on. And uh, so she gets the address and it's at the uh, the doctor's, the Renfield doctor's house. Yes. So she goes to his house. Yes. Yeah. And and it's like, and, and they just essentially are like, uh, going to say like, yeah, this guy did it. Like, there's, Well, there's she all, finds, like, yeah, yeah, she, she, she finds, finds him in the garage. He's blown his head off like her father, yeah. basically. And what, there's all kinds of like the, body parts. Yeah, there's the, 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 the mom, mm-hmm. they find the head. And also, it took me a second to figure out who they were talking about, but they also found the body of the one other missing person that yes. Rebecca Ferguson had mentioned offhand. Oh, uh, yes. Um, so it was yeah. two of the, at first I thought it was like, it was going to be the Russian Girl, yeah, they found her, but no, it was the other missing. No, that girl disappears. That's, she's not in the movie anymore. And intercut with this, Harry Hole is at Val Kilmer's cabin, yeah. like way up in Bergen. And I looked Trying down to reverse for a engineer second. the crime scene to see how someone could have done it. 
I yeah, and I want to check this. I looked away, so maybe I'm looking at this wrong. But when I are they are was Val Kilmer's body still in that? No, 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 the chair, the, the chair, chair was, was still there. Okay. No, so the they, so it cut to like it cut to like a flashback in yeah. the room, okay. the dead body, and it snaps. And Michael Fassbender's like doing one of these, okay. kind of like no one can like, see you, Jack. Their listeners yeah. remember. Oh, it's kind of like they were doing a Vogue dance, kind of like Willem Dafoe in in Boondock Saints, where he like recreates the crime scene except without the music and the dramatic gestures. So nothing like that at all. So, <laughs> and no Willem Dafoe. But at the same time, he sees like a drawing from Val Kilmer's, Kilmer's daughter from when she was younger, and it says from Cloudberry or something. Yeah. Which, which, a little bit earlier, the phone woman, or, or someone told him that her password, Rebecca Ferguson's password, was Cloudberry, like on her device. Right? Which I can't believe, yeah, because Michael Fassbender got into Rebecca Ferguson's device to find all of the videos and photos of Arve Stope, J.K. Simmons. Uh-huh. And that's why he started to figure out that she's obsessed she's with J.K. Yeah. Simmons. Uh-huh. But why the, the person that got into it was the same woman that did the training on these Devices was, are like, yeah. like, why would she just give him the password? Yeah. Like, I could see getting into it and letting him look well, you know, as a police thing, but to say, yeah, her password was Cloudberry. Yeah. What, why, yeah, why, why would you say password? that out loud? Yeah, yeah. So he would because know. it's convenient. So he would yeah. Yeah, because he would know. need to know it later on. Right. So they. So, so he, now he, he's he like, oh, Rebecca that. Ferguson is Val Kilmer's daughter. And, that's and it's obsessed. like, okay. Yeah. And Harry Hole comes back to Oslo where they're now saying that that creepy guy killed himself and Case he closed. was the snowman killer and Rebecca Ferguson has been suspended because she didn't bring any backup when she got this information about the mm-hmm. um, missing woman. So fast. Even though she was in a room full of other police officers when she got yeah. in. I know. Oh, some of them who were like, hey, do you need a hand? And she just, <laughs> like, just runs out. Um, so Fassbender goes to her apartment and fights her. <laughs> well, he lays on top of her creepily for like 10 minutes. This this is... And then she, she says she's pregnant. So they had sex, right? Am I, did I hear that right? What? what? Doesn't she say what? that there was a baby here? What? No. What? She did. She did, I swear. Jack. This, this Jack. is starting to remind I, me. My mind was blown at this scene. Jack, did you eat a lot of salty food and then go to sleep? <laughs> like, what happened? Actually, my coincidence I did eat a lot of salty food and go to sleep I swear to God what? he gets on top where he pins her down and doesn't she say did you tell him it was uh, I, I guess I should tell him it was yours what? didn't she not say that I swear she said that. Jack, your no. fan fiction is getting really <laughs> strange. Am yeah. I dreaming up a better movie? I don't know this if it's is, better. This is like the opposite of that time when I think it was you and I that watched the version of the M- 3D Amityville movie uh, yeah. that was missing <laughs> scenes. Yeah. And yeah. I swear. I'm making up for it by so adding So he's lying scenes. on top of her. He's pinning her down. It's very uncomfortable. And she said something about how did he... I think my brain was filling in a better no, plot. I, I swear they're, she... They were talking about his, her father, I think. Yeah, they were talking about her father. I thought she was talking about that she was pregnant too. And I thought, oh my God, she's going to get killed because she's pregnant with his baby. And then they kept going with the scene and then it went nowhere. And I was still like, wait a minute. So did they have sex off camera for no reason or that no? That wasn't having sex, Jack, when he was laying on top of her. No, no, no. I mean, like earlier in the film, was the film so sloppy no. is that they edited that scene out? Jack, when, when you were seeing the scene, did you smell burnt toast? <laughs> I did no. not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is not what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I did not smell burnt toast. Yeah. Okay. I swear there was some reference in there. Yeah. I, no, I, not I, a reference I'm an idiot or I'm dreaming thought. about different movies, but... Yeah, no, he just like... they Literally, her, I, they that's what I heard. Father I totally misinterpreted what she was saying. Maybe they said it so fast. I was like, wait a minute, is she pregnant? No, she's, wait a minute, she's when did that happen? She's pissed because she knows... 
her father didn't kill himself, and she knows that this guy didn't kill himself either, and she's pissed because uh, J.K. JK Simmons is going to yeah, get away I got with that. It. But yeah. I thought there was also yeah, this she, talking, talking, no. and talking to the people. Yeah, no. and then she Sorry, gives listeners. she gives Fassbender like a shot of booze and is like, yeah, maybe this will off the case, so. yeah. give you some maybe this strength. Will get, she like, like insults his like alcoholism. Yeah, and says maybe you'll because think clearer she gets, with this. She gets pissed because she's like, do you think he killed himself? And and uh, and uh, Fassbender's like, I don't know. And so she's pissed because he's not he on might, her side. Right. And this is where he's, he has the line that kind of sums up this whole movie where he's like, you can't force the pieces to fit together. And I was like, is he watching, <laughs> watching the film in real time? Well, clearly, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think yeah. my reaction to what I thought I saw in this scene is a good example of what happens to me when I'm lost in a movie. Like you I just, grab any, making up the I grab any word and start guessing at random because the movie won't throw me well, a freaking bone. The movie is unraveling at this point. Yeah. Like, like from from. I a, literally thought that there was yeah. some subtext there where they implied that she was pregnant, and that's when I thought, oh no, this movie's going to kill her off because she's pregnant with his child because the film left out that scene in the edit. That's I, actually, what I thought I, happened. I, I, would, half, I, would right? also, I would give this a, a minor compliment. I will give just this movie. It's refreshing. Refreshing to see a crime thriller where, uh, like, if, when there's like a guy and a girl working together as partners and they don't no have sex, tension. like that's actually yeah. a little refreshing yeah. in the modern era, where yeah. that is not a story element. Yeah, um, because I, because at first. And it is actually addressed in the movie where she's like, are you going to try to sleep with me? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, again, there's a there's a good movie hidden inside of this, like, yeah. blob of mashed potatoes. So he, uh, I can't wow. remember what he's doing, but she goes He to, goes and, like, listens to records. But she, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. whole scene, yeah. yeah. But she, so she's going to go to. Um, she's going to infiltrate J.K. Simmons. Well, because they're announcing the. That's what she the said. Win- <laughs> the <laughs> knockoff. The, the Winter Games World yeah. Cup. Where, where the. Championship. Basically, sports. he's like the head of this committee who's trying to get the, the Olympics to come to Oslo. Without yeah. saying. And they're one of the finalists yeah. and, and they're announcing it that day. So there's, like, a big party. So she goes to this party basically undercover and she's. Under his, little cover, little under cover, cover of yeah. lace, yeah. and she gets in. She gets under his covers or tries to, yeah. Because she, she basically goes yeah, up. Is to she him gonna and acts, like go she off? She acts like he's. She's. She in, oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. I'm. So, I'm. Just I'm, I'm very sorry, Cody. I apologize. Is her intent here to I was go off? Get into her intent, but go right ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah. Well, so she, she's she's like flirting with him because she wants to get into his room. So, because she's gonna set up her her camera thing, her iPad insane, giant yeah. box, yeah. and she's basically my assumption is like gonna get him to confess to it or whatever, get something out of him on camera. Yes. So she like flirts with him and gets his key card and like goes up mm-hmm. to his room and sets up and everything. By the way, the way she gets the key card is one of the creepiest moments in this movie. When so another J.K. Simmons like assistant is like, "Ma'am, here you are. Here is a key card." And then J.K. Simmons, he's like, like half behind, he's half behind yeah. the fountain, yeah. like, like leans out and is like. But it's weird because like, she's talking to him. She's talking to him. He's like, okay. He's like, okay. I got to go to the party. He turns around, walks three feet. He takes a picture of her. Talks to yeah. He takes a picture of her. Talks to the, his security guard or whatever. Gives him the key card. And then the 
guy comes over, gives her the key card, so he's still standing there, like behind the thing. Yeah, I thought the whole point. Yeah, yeah, I thought the whole point of that was like the busy guy has to go do something else, but hey, get that girl in my room when I get back. But then he just stands there and watches. Literally, like in a comedy, he like floats out from behind like (laughs) a fountain or something, and you can see like half of him, and he's like, (laughs) it's like Al Pacino. It is really so creepy. There was something about that where I was like, yeah, like I was like, this. That's really. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at the same time, yeah, Michael Fassbender's just in his apartment. So her her intent was to get him on video, right? That's what I think. Yeah, because he sets up the the camera. Yeah, because he's Michael Fassbender's just listening to records and like dry humping Charwood Gaines. Well, she comes over. She put the music on, right? No, No, he had the music on. He was listening to headphones. Oh, that's right. And then she starts dry humping him, and what? Because he's. Because she misses him. Well, because her, her, because he's he's drunk, he's not into it, and she's just I think, like no, forget she's this. Into it. I think her. No, no, he's the one who's oh not my. into it. Who's into it? She. He's into it. She is her like motivation scene. I don't. She keeps changing. Like she comes in, she's like, because she her her son was missing, but then she found him. She came over, I guess, to tell him, and she's kind of still into. You, know, you, she, you can tell she's still into him. Um, and so, like, yeah, she starts, like, flirting with them, and they start making out, and then she kind of, like, changes her mind, and then she, like, goes to the bathroom and finds the pills. She finds the pills, and it has her, the current boyfriend's, like, she realizes, like, her boyfriend gave Michael doctor, Fassbender yeah. the pills, and, and she gets she's pissed like, about why are you getting pills from my boyfriend? Right. Like, that's weird. It is weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean. But he didn't ask her, or ask the boyfriend for him. He just mentioned, like, I'm having he trouble He just threw sleeping. him out the window. And he so writes him a, a, a prescription, like, at the hockey game. He's like, I can give you the prescription. He just gives it to him. So it's not even right. like he was, like, asking him for stuff. Which he doesn't right. tell her that. But because right. I don't think he knows what she's talking about because he threw the Oh, that's out true. The he probably doesn't even know they're right. there. Right. So then she gets pissed and she leaves. At some point, too, she was talking to the boyfriend on the phone. And she tells Fassbender that it's, there's a lot happening in the scene. She this, tells Fassbender that she's going to move with him to some other city, and but then she's talking to him. And she's like not so interested in him anymore. It's like a weird, I don't know. It's just a yeah. weird scene. It's a weird. So scene. it was like a very like. By the way, it was a really uh, a creepy scene to watch. I'm like, well, what's going on here? It's like a sex scene, but it's not, and it shouldn't be there at all. But I am yet watching it, and. Neither of them. I mean, he seemed like he wasn't into it. She seemed like she wasn't into it. So I'm like, what the hell am I watching here? Well, that's well, that's also a great way to sum up this movie. What the hell am I watching here? <laughs> yeah. And, and so much of this movie, you're right, is actually dependent on a scene where Michael Fassbender throws a bottle of pills out of a window. Right. Like it's arguably the linchpin for like essentially the entire chain of logic <laughs> yeah. of everything that happens after that. Um, and I will say this: this scene is. The scene where I started to think that it was the boyfriend when he calls. Just the the look on his face is weird. Yeah, he weird. starts getting a little weird there, yeah. 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 He's so little... I, I was a little disappointed in myself because that's when it started to get obvious. I think that's, I think yeah. for some reason it popped into my head when uh, Rebecca Ferguson was in the room setting up the the camera. I'm like, it's not going to be J.K. Simmons. And I started thinking who would be in, for some reason I hit on the boyfriend. So then the next, or I, basically at the same time was the scene. So it was about the same time. I, yeah. I, I figured it was. Because then he started seeing it there, yeah, where he's like. On the train where I gave him the pills and covered for him, I was like, this dude's totally the killer. You beat yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, well, like... I may, I may have heard dialogue that wasn't there, but I, I saw that killer coming yeah. a mile away. That that's, that's where he confessed to him watched. in that scene, right? <laughs> he said, I'm the killer right he there. Said, he said, I'm the killer, and here's how I did it. Here's a detailed... Here's my notes, my notebook as to how I did it. Here's a, a thumb drive surveillance video of me committing, committing at least two of the crimes right here. So, so as and that stuff yeah, never as, comes as, back. It's amazing. Yeah. As this is happening, Rebecca Ferguson gets killed in yeah. the hotel. She's room. waiting for J.K. Sims to come up and 
she gets attacked. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. The snowman killer kills her. And gets her, he, he cuts her finger off. And then, yeah. Yep. Um, he deletes, deletes, he uses files. her fingers to delete the files that would have tied. But again, I'm still, until J.K. Simmons walks in the room and he's like, huh? Huh? Like the girl's not in the well, room? Well, they were intercutting it with J.K. Simmons at the party. Come, yeah. yeah. So, Until so that moment, I was still thinking maybe my theory about the doctor boyfriend was wrong or the doctor boyfriend was working in cahoots with Simmons to silence women, mm. right? Well, so, yeah. I also, and this I, is the last time you see him, by the way, J.K. Simmons. I know. I kind of love that the for the J.K. Simmons character... For the rest of his life, he's like, man, that was weird. Yeah. What happened to that lady? Like, yeah, he's essentially like Bruce Willis in A Perfect Stranger, where he's just like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, what role did I play in these things that went on? Yeah. 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 Like, I really yeah. hope she's not the only woman that never showed up to the hotel room yeah. with a yeah with an invitation like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, J.K. Simmons has to be like, she seemed really into me. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. You at, least, guys. at least I have yeah. this picture to remember about. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. She really was. Look at her. <laughs> um, and Ugh. all right. So then, and and this is where fast. Okay, so she's fast. Oh my God, by the way. Also, the snowman killer somehow took Rebecca Ferguson's body <laughs> this out is awesome. of the hotel. <laughs> I this mean, is awesome. And this is a hotel where they're having a party for <laughs> Osgo just being awarded the knockoff Olympic Games. Right. Put her in a car. Brought the car to Fassbender's house, drew a snowman on the top of the car. Like this, he must have driven really slow so that snow didn't like slide off the roof either. <laughs> it's incredible that no, at and it no looks, point somebody yeah. was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. Just so Harry Hole could see it from his apartment window and go down, go down and, and she, find Rebecca Ferguson. Dead. Rebecca Ferguson got two snowmen because there was one outside her apartment when she uh, left for the right. party too. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. I felt like this snowman was for. Harry, though. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was his, his own snowman. He was yeah, a little bonus. And so he goes back and he's going through her gigantic um, CPU unit, yep. you know. Um, and I, and this is where I've noticed where I'm like, my God, they're still talking to that weird husband of the yep. lady who got stalked. So this moment... Magnus, give me, your, uh, give me your keys. Yeah. This moment, I actually started to doubt myself and then thought that it was this husband because they're, they're so focused on the date and that flashback in the the first scene was all dates in yeah. all the quizzes and all the oh, quiz right. questions were dates. So then I was like, oh, wow. OK, that date thing is going to be a Plan. part because the husband yeah. saying, how am I supposed to know when we met the doctor? Right, right. And that's that's what's on the recording. And that's what tips off Michael Fassbender. But no, that didn't really mean anything. But but in, and then Michael Fassbender goes back to talk to his husband again yeah. and finally peels out of this guy like, oh, actually, that's not my daughter. Like, you know, I'm, what they, what, what do they say? Like, he has... He's infertile. He's infertile, um, you know, and all of this stuff is going on, and but that also his wife had been going for some kind of... They were trying hormonal. to have a, they were trying to have another baby to save the marriage. Yes. And through that, they found out that he's infertile, and they were looking, they were, they found out when they were meeting with a hormone therapy specialist, yes. some consultant. Which meant yes. that she was cheating on him, but she, he stayed for the little girl because he loved her like a daughter anyway. Correct. Well, he didn't know until for the first like eight years of this daughter's life that so she was So it's still his daughter, which yeah. means right. he's not a deadbeat dad. Right. Which right. is the one good guy in this movie who's yeah. not a deadbeat. But who could have provided a lot of this information much earlier and, and saved a lot of lives. He would yeah, have saved wife, multiple yeah. lives. That's true. And that's maybe true. his own wife's life. That's true. That's um, true. 
And then, you know, Harry Hole is like, hormone therapy? Whoa, 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 what? I, I just heard it. somebody else talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, it's the hormone boyfriend. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to remember. So then he's like tracking... Do they? What do they do? do they, how does he know? How does Harry Hole know to go to that weird like cabin or house? He's from the beginning? Cert- he tracks Raquel's phone. It's the phone, I yeah. think. Yeah. I think the guy at this point, the bad guy, is now know. toying with Fastbender and wants Fastbender to come because he set up this elaborate yeah. game. Yeah, I don't remember. Which again ties into this overly did. elaborate mo that so he's got. So how did the snow? Like, because that's sort of a great question at this point in the movie. Does the snowman at this point know, like, oh, Fastbender's on to me? Or is he like, I want Fastbender to be on to me? I think he wants I think at this point yeah. now he wants. Because okay. I think the killing his partner was sort of that challenge. But, Come and get me. But I guess what if the husband hadn't un- re- unveiled this crucial piece of information? What Fastbender if- might still have just been like, mm, I haven't seen Raquel uh-huh. in a while. <laughs> like, you know what I think like, he probably would have said something up. Because didn't Fassbender go to Raquel's apartment and realize she wasn't there? Um, I think maybe. Because he, he realizes that she's in danger because it's the boyfriend. And I think that he tries, tries to track her down. And she's not answering her phone or whatever. So he goes to the apartment and I think she's not there. I think there's a part of me, though, it's almost like even really if the husband it. never did reveal... Like, essentially, Harry Hole could have gotten to the same point without doing any detective work. Because he could have <laughs> just been like... I haven't seen Raquel in a while. Can someone track her phone? Right? Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. All yeah. of the detective work could have been erased. Go get Magnus to track the phone. He yeah, Magnus, sure. track her phone. Oh, she's at a weird house, you know, up in wherever. Telemark, okay. where she had just said they might be moving. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That might be all right, I'm going to go up there. Yeah. Um, so they go up to the... And it's the house from mm-hmm. the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I, oh, I think he, like, finds articles and stuff. That's what it is. He finds... Like, he has Magnus looking at articles, like... This, the, this little boy. And, yeah, describing the flashback. Yeah. And that's yeah. the one we realize. And, 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 and for okay. sure that's not Fastbender. I think fast that's, that's maybe how he tracks yeah. him down. Maybe that's that's oh, when yes, I realized. They actually, this like, is where look, I realized they, that like, it wasn't Fastbender's childhood. Look like into three the boyfriend a little yeah. more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they okay. realized he was this kid who this whole thing happened to. And yeah. This did did Uncle Jonas kill himself? Did they say? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they did. Because I don't I think no that. Idea. I was just wondering if that was like if he had shot himself and that was the the inspiration for the su- the copycat suicide su- quote unquote suicide murders oh, that he did. Know. But I don't know. I can't remember. I do know that in Norway, that when the people who live in a house die under suspicious circumstances or something weird happens, you just leave the house exactly, exactly as, as it, it was. Is. Yeah. Don't change for anything. Just close the doors and, <laughs> and it all just stays there. Yep. <laughs> Because uh, when they get to that house from the beginning, it's like the same house yep. as when... Coffee beans uh, still on the floor. Yeah, you know, <laughs> ready to take a history exam. Um, th- this Now, at this point, like I have complimented this movie at some point. So at this, from everything here on it, we're just in pure garbage territory. Yeah. And like, yeah, basically. Because yeah, very cliche, is, like he's holding her hostage with the garrot thing. And, you know, well, I've been expecting you to put the gun down without turning to look at him. It has yeah, all this. So that I didn't understand. So he's, he comes up behind him. Uh, the boyfriend's got his back to him and he's like, come over here and put your gun down. Why not just pop him in the head from behind? He has no idea if he would be aiming the gun at him. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's clearly going to kill this woman if he doesn't do something. Right. So instead, he just he puts the gun down next to him. Yeah. And then sits down. And sits down. And so then the boy, Mateus, is asking these kind of... It turns in... It, it, from, it 
delves into this psychological drama territory for like briefly where he's asking like this questions yeah. of like yeah. yeah so here's what I, I still don't get about his motivation is like he's killing these women because they don't know who the fathers of their children are or they're keeping the information or something like his mother did so he's yeah, basically yeah. blaming his mother for what happened so, that day instead of like the father <laughs> Like, I, I, like, why would he be going after the fathers of so these kids? You know what the, I mean? The yeah, right, right, right. Because right, right. then you'd have to have paternity tests to find out who well, the father right. actually is, the mother, you know. But it yeah. would be a better motivation. But it's like, like, I've got a real problem with deadbeat dad. Yeah, like his mother you know. killed herself because of what this Uncle Jonas did. Like, But, yeah. but in his she, mind, you know, he watched his mother give up on him. Right. But I, it just didn't make well, as much sense to me. This is, well, this is the MO none of this. None of the motivation makes sense. This is the MO of this serial killer. My mother... My my father, my mother lied to me about my father. My father was this piece of crap, drunk, deadbeat police investigator. The day I found this out, my mother died. Therefore, I'm going to start killing women with illegitimate children just to screw with a drunk, deadbeat dad cop. And then I'm going to manipulate him through the murders to get to a spot where the two of us meet and I kill that cop because that cop represents my dad. And now I'm going to move to another town and do the exact same thing to another random cop who coincidentally married another or was dating another woman who coincidentally has a child that she doesn't know who the father is. And I'm going to start this all over again. That is an incredibly complicated M.O. I must specifically find a Norwegian police detective who is a deadbeat dad or is a deadbeat father figure who has women in his life who either have questionable parentage or have children with questionable parentage just so I can, like a chess game, use these snowmen like pawns to get him to the location where I will have my final confrontation and kill him. I don't don't think that was... I don't think that that was... That is literally what this man's M.O. is. I think that was all coincidental. That was not Val Kilmer. That was not the Val Kilmer case, though. But it was because he was killing people to get Val Kilmer to that... No, no, he was killing people and then Val... Val, Val Kilmer got too close to finding him out. Yeah. I think that's why he killed him. I think Kilmer. it was done yeah. intentionally because the Val Kilmer represents his father and now Fassbender represents yeah. but there's his no, father. So. There's, there's no I, indication that Rebecca Ferguson was an illegitimate child or even that he was actually a deadbeat dad. I mean, he yeah. was that's a true. I don't think but had, the film doesn't say that he no, wasn't I don't, I don't think it had anything true. to do with the cops. I think the thing with Fassbender is because he was with the woman, he was close to Fassbender. This is just a chain of coincidences, though. I, yes. think, I, I mean, yes. come on. His, Fassbender his was getting too close, too. Yeah, his his obsession with Fassbender makes no sense. No, no at it all. makes no sense. Yeah, and that's that's really the core of the problems of this movie. Is like the killer's mo is bizarre. His obsession with Fassbender never makes sense. Is never justified. He's killing the wrong type of victim it, it based on his previous history. He should yeah. be going after the dads. I'll, I'll throw something else in here too. Why did he take a nine-year break? <laughs> <laughs> Like, nothing Maybe he didn't. Yeah. Well, I guess. Oh yeah, that's true. The movie doesn't say there weren't other killings. Well, he could have been in another city, another I country. That's, I guess that's yeah. true. Chain guess, of chain of similar murders in Sweden or something. But don't you think that even in like, I mean. It, even within Norway, if there was, well, I guess maybe, but 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 it, but but I wish the movie even kind of addressed like yeah. if that's what was going on. Because I'm like, why did this guy just randomly stop for nine years and then be like, oh, I'm totally gonna mess with this Harry <laughs> Hole guy? You know, makes no sense. Yeah. He's got a funny name. I gotta like. I yeah. could see if you know, if Fassbender had been the legitimate child of Uncle Jonas. 
Okay. And that's yeah. why he, you know, yeah. grew up and was angry at Fassbender and wanted his Miles revenge. Spector kind of already took yeah, Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. They sort of. They, they half-assed that one. In, yeah. in, in a way, I think, also Fifty Shades. Yeah. yeah. I think he was way. upset that Fassbender got Rebecca Ferguson pregnant. So <laughs> That's oh. got to be it. Yeah. That's, I swear that she said that. All right, so then... I clearly so, wasn't right, paying attention. So they've got this weird situation where they're all at the table... And I had to watch this scene twice <laughs> to figure out what happened. It, I watched it more than twice, and the, the editing of the climactic moment uh-huh. where somehow... This is what I think happened. And, okay. and the way it is edited so poorly, I know. I'm not who, sure. How, who got knocked over what? That Michael Fassbender somehow through eye contact gets the kid to kind of like tip, the tab- tip back in his chair and tip the table over at the same time Michael Fassbender jumps up to reach Raquel and uses his finger to pull the, like... To block the, the strangulation yep. device. He probably could have reached for his gun that was sitting right there and just shot the guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is, like, like everything else in the movie, this is yeah. overcomplicated. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's almost... Somehow they... I feel like they were just checking a box to be like, oh, and he has to lose a finger at yeah. some point. So yeah. he loses a finger instead of Raquel being he beheaded. Wraps, he, he grabs the garrot or whatever and they cuts yeah. the finger off. But it's, like, so weird to watch it's, this it's sequence. poorly back. shot. I was like, yeah. what? what I, I had to watch it twice to figure out who lost a finger because because there's like like they show the finger but there's like no blood coming out of it for most of the scene right and then I swear he had the finger when he took the tape off his off of her mouth (laughs) and there's like no blood coming out of his hand at that point so I was like wait did the other guy lose a finger so I had to watch the guy I was like no it was him did they add the finger loss as an insert shot later on and the original cut he didn't I'm gonna jump forward a little bit and let you know that clearly the ending of this movie in fact this climactic scene definitely there were reshoots done a year after they finished principal photography and it must involve this because as a lot of keen-eyed viewers have noted Michael Fassbender's facial hair is inconsistent through many shots in the climax of this movie. Okay. Um, I was looking at the finger. I was trying to see if it was there in shots. I know. Yeah. So I'm, we'll have more more on that coming uh, up. Coming up, but, okay. Um, yeah, it, it's real weird to watch. But it ends up with like, okay, Fassbender has his, I think he has the gun back. And he's and he goes outside. I don't think the he, no, no. I think the, I think the, the boyfriend grabs the gun because the, the boyfriend has a gun at the end. The boyfriend has a gun with a silencer at the end, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. It didn't look like the same gun that Fassbender brought. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe not. But because I don't think That's, he. No, I think there were two scenes where they showed the killer like laying out all his stuff, and then he puts a gun down, and then it shows Fassbender pulls his gun out and has the scared look in his face and gets out of the well, car. Again, then I don't know why he didn't grab the gun to yeah. go outside <laughs> to chase down the boyfriend because he didn't have a gun. Especially well, when his. Especially when his his his. Pissed off, understandably, girlfriend who was almost strangled says, Callum! Yeah. I was like, wow, she means business. Yeah. And we get the second laugh out loud moment I had in this movie. So Fassbender goes out on this frozen lake, and I wrote the whole note. He's like, come on, I'm ready. I'm here. Bang, get shot. I'm right here, kill me. I'm right here. I was watching this late at night and I had to cover my mouth because I was laughing. (laughs) (laughs) What did you expect? I actually for a moment was like, am I, I think, am I supposed to be laughing at how ridiculous this is? It was ridiculous. And then Mateus is there and like Michael Fassbender talks to him and 
He falls in a hole. He just falls in a hole in the ice. The bad guy. (laughs) That's it. Harry Hole does nothing. I want to know know how Michael Fassbender suddenly knows so much about that flashback. Like he's talking about, you know, it wasn't because it was his flashback in a previous draft. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But I think it's from the article he read, basically. But he didn't read the article. Magnus read the article. (laughs) (laughs) Magnus is my boy. Over the phone. Yeah. I mean, he knows a lot. And it's, Luckily, this is in English. I, it, it was when when he just the bad guy just walked and fell through a hole in the ice. I'm like, that's that's the climax. It was unexpected. Like that's yeah. Uh, so, no, it was pretty expected. So I mean, my best friend gets him. a finger cut off, gets shot. The gun would go click and then or the something. Killer drops through a hole. He's the most I ineffective hero ever. Like Val Kilmer's Indiana Jones level ineffective. It is. It, it really. I mean, can you imagine when they came? Do you think that Harry Hole when he went to talk to his, the other police friends were like, I totally, you know. He was like, I totally pushed that guy under the water. He's not telling all his friends, like, no, that guy's a dumbass who fell in the hole in the ice. And I did not. In fact, I was screwed. I was about to be murdered when that guy killed himself by mistake. Um, it's so great. That's That was insane. Then we get this little quick uh, end scene where Harry Hole now has a fake finger. Great ending like, for a better movie. Like, I'll, you know, I'll next case, case, I'll take that case. Well, because he's reading Which this. actually made me want to read the next book, because that sounds like a really weird case. He's reading, yeah, all, yeah he's reading, it's yeah. a very effective ending for a better movie. I want them to shoot an entirely different movie, but keep this ending. Everyone's sitting in the, he's, the, the chief is doling out cases, and there's this really bizarre one that's just like a weird chain of stuff, and he goes, ooh, I'll take that one. Yeah. Implying that, even though I just went through hell, I'd do it because I love it. Like, if it yeah. were a better movie, I think that ending would have been great. And yeah. I'm assuming, because he's got a coffee cup in his hand, he's I'm assuming that he's anymore. not, yeah. He's his hair looks a little nicer. There might be. There was some, vodka in Val Kilmer's water yeah. bottle. Yeah. So, But he made the, com- there was the comment earlier of, oh, the coffee beans are on the floor. Maybe he was trying to sober up. Right. So yeah. yeah. Maybe that was the symbolization, sim- symbolism that he's trying to change that his life. That he's trying to turn it around, yeah. maybe. Mm. Before we get into some of the reshoots and re-edits, I'll do our It's So Wrong, It's Right. Um, there's a character who dies in this oh, movie this who is alive, alive in, the original cut? in, no, who's alive in the book, lives on for oh, okay. several more books. Okay. Who do you think it is? Or do you guys know? I know. I, yeah, I know this one. Jack, who do you think? Character? I have no idea. A character who was killed? Yeah. Val Kilmer's character. It is Rebecca Ferguson's character, yeah. incredibly. She is alive and well. And why so didn't they just make the movie about her character, then? I, I don't know why. It, it seemed a little unnecessary to kill her character, and she was... It really does seem like her character could have just been the... The main character. of this movie. Especially, yeah. I mean, because she I does would, all the work. You yeah. Know, she's been oh, working yeah. on this case for a while. She she's knows the case from before because of her father, and she's looking for revenge, and yeah. Harry Holt just kind of stumbles his way through... I'm not even totally the sure why the Snowman him. Killer like goes into like is killing her in this hotel during knockoff Olympic ceremony uh-huh. like just for her finger. It just yeah, just to get if a only finger. he knew her password. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he should have called up. They're, yeah. they're they're giving him out. Yeah. Um, all right. So the director after this movie kind of was bombing has not talked about it a lot. The director's amazing by the way. He, the, have you guys seen Let the Right One In? No. The original. No. It's it is one of the great modern era movies. It's so good that I've not seen the American remake, which I also hear is very good. But it's incredible. This like coming of age story with a vampire coming of age story. It's amazing. 
Um, that was not where I was expecting that to go. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it made by Hammer? Didn't Hammer produce it, or did, like when Hammer was resurrected? I think or maybe Hammer they distributed did it. Did maybe the remake? Oh, it, okay. Which, I, but I mean, like it's one of those movies where it's so good that you can't imagine it being. I can't, like as someone who you don't saw want it to see the remake. I can't yeah. imagine a remake. Sure, sure. Literally, like Girl. I I love David Fincher. I've never seen the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo remake because that first one, like the original one, is so good. Um, I'm sure David Fincher's is great, but I just Man. don't. I don't mean it might. Yeah, it might not be. Um, uh, but so amazing director. But he later came out and said, ten to fifteen percent of the movie was not shot. Like the when scripts. they of the script, they never got around to shooting. Which maybe that's the scene. Those are the scenes that Jack it, watched. It, yeah. it yeah. felt like instead of Jack writing a script. The script. They just took the novel and wrote cut to like in the margin lines. That's how it felt in terms of film structure versus well, I mean, a different genre of or a different method of telling stories. Even with ten to fifteen percent of the script not being shot, this movie was still two hours long. I, absolutely, yeah, like they could have cut stuff that they did shoot out and made it make a little more sense, maybe. Well, that's where I feel like if they if that really is some of it, I'm guessing by the way, all fifteen percent of what was not shot had to have been tied into the snowman case, not the Avi Stoke case. <laughs> yes. Somebody so, yeah. might have been like. Like, let's not shoot all this J.K. Simmons <laughs> stuff that's going to end up going nowhere. Right. Let's yeah. actually focus on this other piece. Yeah. Did anybody watch the trailer of this movie before no. watching it? Uh, I remember watching yeah, it on TV lots of times. I, for if you haven't seen it recently, there are shots in the trailer of you know the the house at the end and the house of the uh, abusive history test. Uh-huh. That house blows up in the trailer. <laughs> oh wow! There was so, also I also remember ending, a lot a lot more notes <laughs> wow. in the trailer. Yes, there's. I oh, think really? there's more. There's notes. only two notes. There's yeah, one felt- was C. He sent a note to Val Kilmer in the past. He was screwing with Val Kilmer because he was a cop. Well, he because was, he was a deadbeat dad cop. He was I think screwing it's with Val bizarre- Kilmer, but not necessarily. I don't think it was because. He reminds he me of my father. He, he's dressed like Uncle Jonas. Like, he may have been a better man than Uncle Jonas, but I think that in the killer's mind, he was comparing the two, perhaps unfairly. But nonetheless. Maybe you should read the book and report. Uh, maybe yeah, I should read the book and report. Out. Maybe I'll do that. I want to learn Norwegian first and read it in the original language. Oh, this movie did oh, wow. not. Really I am totally to not going to follow that through. Please don't <laughs> yeah. hold me to that. Norwegian, I'm sure, is a beautiful language, but I can't suspect I will but imagine be able that to learn it that, that quickly. They had shots of that house exploding, and there's shots in the trailer of Michael Fassbender like, frantically like going up to this, like, burning out or like seeming to like be going through flames so like there must have been some whole other ending wow. that involved the explosion the of propane that tanks that uncle jonas uh yeah oh, he blew. was <laughs> delivering i wonder if that was supposed to be maybe like that was what that was like a kind of a callback huh. but that that brings me back to the medicine of i wonder if the kill I, the snowman killer's real plan was to frame because right now, I don't think he's... Like, he for, he was trying to um, make Val Kilmer look like a suicide. Yes, he was. I wonder if he was going to... And he framed the Renfield guy for those other murders. I wonder if he was going to try to frame... Oh, tie up all the loose ends. ...Michael Fassbender. Yeah. And it would make sense because the movie does... So the guy falls through the ice, and then it just cuts to him in the police station, like, however long later... Yeah. So it does make sense if after that scene of him falling through the ice, maybe something does happen at the house and he has to go back and save. Like a double jeopardy thing? The, like the first he's got to kill the no. killer, then he's got to like save maybe the... maybe he, he, the killer set a trap or, or you know, yeah. set a fire in the house something before mm-hmm. he went out to the ice. Or, yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, or, or, or he just wanted to look like Michael Fassbender did it or something. Because the only way that that sleeping pill thing really... 
It makes no sense. It makes no sense unless he was somehow trying to imply that, like, were the pills was, were the pills added back into the plot as part of a reshoot? You think? No, I think whatever the f- pills added up to was cut out. I oh, think. Okay, okay, yeah. or was never yeah. shot. Yeah. Was yeah. in that yeah. mysterious yeah. Yeah. screenplay, I, that extended screenplay. Yeah, I might have been watching Jack's version, but I swear that the medicine actually changed between two it shots. Like, it was diazepam yeah. once, and whatever the started with a V that was the original sleeping pill that he brought up. I swear I saw the two oh, different names of drugs on. And if so, wow. was that intentional? Or not? Or did they cut out a scene where there are two separate people that took two separate medications from the same doctor? Maybe in the original cut, he investigates someone and, oh my God, it's the same doctor, but they decided to change it and say, no, no, it's his medicine cabinet when we cut to the close-up of the pill bottle. But there had to, there had to have been a reason why Mateus was like, I need to get these pills yeah. back in Michael Fassbender's... I mean, because in but the current version of the movie, it doesn't... Maybe he poisoned only, someone? And that got cut out? Maybe. And they want to make it look like Fast Better used the poison? I, maybe. I mean, it just, it's so weird. Yeah. Because it doesn't But it's weird because he, he didn't anything. give him the pills. He gave him a, uh, a subscription, a prescription for them. Right. So he would have gotten them from like a legit pharmacy or something. So he wasn't like giving him pills. And, That's Like true. these are actually rat yeah. poison or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only other thing I was wondering Good point. was if they, if the throwing the pills out the window is part of a re-edit and he was going to give him the prescription, but then was going to tamper with the pills? Because I, 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 I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you know like, I don't, we're trying to make Jack sense of something that makes no sense. Oh, yeah. yes. Jack took those pills. That's the problem. <laughs> um, so let's do a quick, is it so bad it's good? Cody, start with you. Like I said before, I don't know if I said on here, I just said to you earlier that when I got done with this movie, I was like, that wasn't so bad. Like I, I was like, this is not, I don't know if it was a podcastable movie. And then within an hour, I was like, after I thought about it and thought about the characters who didn't go anywhere and the plots didn't go anywhere, I was like, it's, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't good. So as I was watching it, I wasn't thinking like, oh, this is so bad, it's enjoyable. I was like, it's okay. And then after I was like, this is dumb. So I don't think I would say it's so bad, it's good because the plot is so confusing, but not in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> or just like frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I could but see it's that. shot very well. If you're into cinematography, it's a it's beautiful watch. Yeah. Yeah. Jack? Now, I didn't like this movie as I watched it, and I don't think it's so bad it's good. I definitely agree on the cinematography front. It's very strong. Of course, 50%, well, you watched a different movie, so. <laughs> yeah. 50% of that is the scenery, but someone scouted those locations, and it looks great on camera. Cinematography was really good. Um, I thought that the acting in certain scenes was good. Um, no. I'm going to say it's not so bad. It's good. Um, shocked that it had, you know, uh, the actor, the quality actors in it, and it just was not good. I actually didn't mind it that much. Um, you know, it, yes, it's insane, and so much stuff makes no sense, and there are way too many red herrings. But in general, I, I, I've watched far worse for this podcast and on my own. Um, I, it was, I, I actually disagree. I thought a lot of the acting was good. Um, and yes, it does look beautiful, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind this movie. I'm also going to say yes. And I agree with you. I, I love just looking at this movie and I thought the acting was spectacular, Mm -hmm. particularly Charlotte Gainsborough, who I Mm -hmm. thought was, and and Rebecca Ferguson, who I thought were really, really good at this. Sure. Uh, I mean, again, movie is nonsense. Like as a whole, is nonsense. Yeah. But so I'm gonna say, yeah, I I thought it was the cinematography made it fun to watch. The acting was good, though, and but f- so bad it's good if you also will appreciate a totally bananas story. Yeah. That you know, if you're if you're gonna get really frustrated that this doesn't add up. Yeah. 
It's one of those movies that should be good, but isn't as good as it should be. Yeah. And yeah. there is a and good movie in here. Maybe the three-hour version is great. Maybe. Maybe. Extra, maybe yeah. extra 10, 10 to 15% of the script was really good. Yeah. yeah. Martin Scorsese was originally attached to direct. I read that too, yeah. Um, and then yeah, shifted to just executive producing. Okay. So, hmm. Yeah. Because he read the script. <laughs> he was like, what's up with these pills? Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, that brings us to a close. A um, couple of fun possibilities for our next one. And, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out next, but I don't want to tease it. But I love that in the history of we've done two films featuring a Jack Frost character. We've done a movie about a snowman. Yep. Um, and now this is a, a movie called The Snowman. Like so, Christmas tradition. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now we need, just no one throw those coffee beans at me, please. No. <laughs> um, we'll be back very soon. I don't, I don't want to announce what we're doing next, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out right now. All right. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.